Hello and welcome to 60MW Podcast. I'm Chris and I'm joined this episode with my monkey friend. It's Mr. Adam Parry. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Right turn, Adam? Or is it? That's the question. Or is it? Well, that that is the question. That is the question. Anyway, mm. those clues, not particularly subtle clues, uh, will help give you some idea as to the film we're talking about in this episode. But before we get to that, how are you? I'm very well. It's uh, it's Thursday, just in case people don't know, unless you're listening to it on a different day, in which case it's not Thursday. So uh, it's Monday, or it's Tuesday, or it's Wednesday, or it's Friday, or it's Saturday, or it's Sunday. So therefore, I've just included everyone. Yes. Well, it doesn't matter when people listen to this. They could be listening to it this year in 2021, or they could be listening to it in 10 years if the podcast is still going. I mean, wow, that'd be an achievement, I guess. Or this could be transmitted into space, and we might be projecting into the uh, frontal oral cavity that's sticking out of an alien's chest. That'd be fun, wouldn't it? I wonder what they'd make of it all. Yes. Good evening, <laughs> Flakmar. I hope you have a wonderful Gagne, uh, <laughs> as they like to call it. Yeah. What were the aliens off the Simpsons called? Was it Kang and Co- Kodos or something like that? Uh, something like that, yeah. I, th- I think it was Kang was one of them. Um, yes. Anyway. Um, yes. Well, anyway, uh, uh, enough of that bullshit. <laughs> we- <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> If you're not nice we, to our intergalactic brethren, they will kill us. <laughs> or probe us. That'd be fun. Well, um, but, you know, that'd that's be only w- if you're treating well. Well, yes. Um, or, or we could take turns. Uh, or they could watch <laughs> us probe each other. <laughs> they could, yeah. <laughs> well, that'd be funny. Um, but yes, well, just to pull the curtain back a little bit, We, we Thursdays tends to be our recording day, doesn't it? Um, yeah. No, for no yes, apparent the, one, reason. One day of the week where you're not running, playing football, climbing, living, because it seems to me that your lifestyle is very much like that of like a sanitary towel stroke tampon advert from the late 90s. <laughs> the body form ones. Yes. Oh, body form. Yes. That's, that's um, you just well, skating down the road. Woo. Yes. And instead of bleeding from a vagina, I'm bleeding from my nipples usually. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> Um, but uh, I don't know if the wider public's ever been subjected to a picture of your bleeding areola. I don't know. I think I have put something on Twitter before, um, possibly. But yes. Um, well, hell. as it turns, on Thursdays I, I do play football, but I rush home. This is how dedicated I am. I rush home, uh, have a quick shower, maybe have a little bite to eat, a little nibble, and then it's you know time to record with you. So there you go. Yeah. Ignore the wife, ignore the kids, just bat them aside as you run to your den just so you can record. Well, yes, that's true. So, well, usually, I mean, again, pull the curtain back a little bit further. So there have been occasions, haven't there, where I've been interrupted because uh, my daughter's come in and gone, Sophie's been sick. So we've had to pause our recording and then carry on on the following day. Or... um, my other daughter's crying because, you know, she's uh, having some, you know, got feelings and issues and stuff. I mean, how dare she? Uh, and then, or like today, she's uh, had to go to the dentist because she's got a bit of a toothache. So I've uh, just uh, been uh, up now? and... 
toothache, toothache, whatever. Oh, and toothache. Uh, so she's now a, a little bit upset about it. I mean, she's fine. She's saying there's no pain, but she doesn't want to go to bed. So now she's crying. Yeah. So I've just left her. So I bet your dentists <laughs> don't give you lollipops anymore. What do they give you like a carrot stick or a piece of broccoli? You know what? I was actually thinking about that because when I was a kid, when I were a lad, um, that's exactly what happened, wasn't it? You'd go to the dentist and they give you a lollipop and it's just, you know, uh, maybe that's just a bit of insurance for them, isn't it? It's like to keep them in in, um, in money, to keep them pa- See, being thought, paid. I thought it was scientific. They gave you a lollipop so you'd suck it and obviously lollipops are sugary and if they hadn't done their job right, you'd start writhing around in pain because, you know, you'd still have the hole in your tooth. You like to say, huh? so you're like, oh, sugar, yum, 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 yum. Ouch, that fucking hurts. So then they throw you back yeah. in the chair and drill you a bit more. Well, there's, there is that. See, I'm thinking if it is, maybe it was like a little, like I said, an insurance policy for them because you know they, it's like a drug addict, isn't it? They want you to come back to them yeah, so that true. you spend more money with them. So uh, you know, we'll just give you a little taste so that you then go <laughs> off, eat more sweets, and come back uh, with rotten teeth. So yeah. there you go. Um, well. She didn't even get a sticker. I don't, they don't even give stickers anymore. Not at our dentist, anyway. So, no. Nope. Uh, she's quite a nervous patient, and uh, so that that you know she was crying a little bit while she was being looked at, and um, so the 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 assistant in the room was stroking her hand, which was nice. You That's know, nice. So, yeah. Did she have to have anyway. one of those hoovers in her mouth? Yes. Oh no, it was, they, it was one that blew they... blew air. Yeah. Oh, rather, rather than so those things that suck everything out of your mouth when they're having a go at you and whoever's in charge of the sucker thing is always shit and they miss everything <laughs> so you, you or it gets stuck choking. to your cheek yeah it gets stuck to your inter- cheek and then you're slowly choking as all the water goes runs down your throat and they go stop swallowing it's like I fucking die mmm bastard yes um anyway enough of that <laughs> bullshit mm. um as I said, uh, we are here to talk about films from our childhood, mm. and that's the purpose of this podcast. It's called the Spotlight Reflection Show. Um, we've got a, a lovely back catalogue of movies which um, are on the website, 60mw.co.uk. Um, we've also got a little backlog growing of shows, depending on when you listen to this. They may or may not be released, because Dave's having a little bit of a break following having... Um, a knife inserted into his stomach um, voluntarily. He wasn't stabbed or anything like that. I should uh, point out. <laughs> uh, but no, he's uh, he's on the mend from a bit of an operation. So uh, the podcast's been a little bit slow of late, but it will pick up soon. Um, so in the can, waiting to be released uh, again, depending on when you listen to this. There is the Crow, which was awesome. Uh, great chatting about that. We've got RoboCop. And we've got Big Trouble in Little China. So um, at some point, you'll no doubt listen to those and and they'll be good fun. Um, But we are here tonight to talk about a movie uh, from 1978. Now, I would have been two years old when this film came out. Uh, How old would you have been? Would you have been Uh, born yet? What what month did it come out? Oh, God, you expected me to have done research? Fucking well, hell. You, always, um, you usually tell me, oh, this was released in Latvia in something, something, something. <laughs> um, I possibly, I, there's, there's a possible possibility I may have been, you know, primed in my dad's testy. Ah, uh, okay. So uh, apparently, according to IMDb, uh, this received its London premiere on the 21st of December, 1978. 
how long do um how long does how long does spunken um hang around in the testy before it's uh requires ejaculation i have no idea i don't know is that weird i don't know oh no hold on hold on hold on i've got this all wrong no sorry fucking 78 i clearly wasn't a, uh i clearly wasn't a, a testy sperm i would have i would have been very bored in my mother's womb at this time Ah, well, there you are. So that's interesting then, because, um, like I said, I would have been two. There's no way I would have watched this when I was that age, but it is a film that I watched a lot when I was a kid. Um, but why did you pick this? This was your pick, I should point out. We take it in turns. So, uh, um, yeah, why did you decide to pick um, this movie? I don't know, to be honest. It, it just popped into my head that it was a film that I watched when I was a child. I, and don't think we ever rented it on video. I might have watched it on television. My dad might have recorded it for me. I was probably going through a apes are cool phase, so it was a film with a monk with an ape in it. And regardless of the language, etc., or the violence or whatever, I think I probably got it recorded for me, and I watched it and found it amusing at the time. Um, or so I thought, but well, not that I thought it was amusing, but I think there is a distinct chance that I may have got this mixed up with the sequel a bit, mm. because um, I definitely have seen this particular film, but I I haven't watched <clears throat> I haven't watched either of them for probably thirty years or so. So yeah, I might have got this one mixed up with the sequel because. There were things in this I don't remember at all, and things that I thought were in it which aren't. So I, I can only assume my brain has scrambled this in the sequel up a little bit. Yeah, <clears throat> and I'm going to use that word again, which I like. Um, I, I I conflate the two movies together. Uh, <laughs> I love that word. It's like any opportunity to use that word, and uh, this podcast gives me the opportunity to do it. So, um, yeah, I, I'm exactly the same as you. I would have watched this when I was a kid. It would have been on TV. Um, I, I can't remember how or when I first watched it, at what age I was, but it was one of those films, again, probably would have been recorded, watched it on VHS um, from the TV, and it would have just been on steady rotation uh, when I was a kid because, you know... Um, I can't say that I was a huge Clint Eastwood fan when I was growing up. Although I had <laughs> no, seen no, some, I wouldn't have been when I first. I was probably first when I was like what five, six, maybe. And uh, yeah, yeah I, was, I wasn't big into Clint when I was five or six. No, and I, I you know, I so um, I ha- I wouldn't have watched loads of his films when I was a kid. I distinctly remember watching Firefox at a very young age because um, me and my friends uh, we. We used to go over the park and the fields where we lived and we'd play. And so uh, one of us would be Airwolf, one of us would be Blue Thunder, <laughs> one of us would be Blue Thunder, and one of us would be Firefox. No. So, and did, I, so did I remember you have what... body shapes for each vehicle. It pretty, yeah. Did you so, hold like, your you hands know, we'd be... out with your thumbs out to be a plane. <laughs> Yeah, or or you know, because the cockpits of each were very different, and you'd make the noise of air, kind of thing, and you know, and then Blue Blue Thunder was an attack helicopter, you know. Uh, so I don't do you, have you watched Blue Thunder before? Yes, um, not for not for ooh, quite a while. But Airwolf was a, a big hit on British TV, you know, on day, uh, sort of on Saturday afternoons, wasn't it? You know, yeah. you'd watch that. Uh, and then uh, Firefox was one of those, which, because it was um, a, an attack plane, you know. But the film itself, I remember watching it when I was a kid. It's a, it's a very 
um, a, a dry film. It's it's more drama than it is action. It's more espionage than it is, you know. I think really the, the, he only gets in the plane towards the end and there's a little bit of a dogfight. Have you ever seen Firefox? Uh, <clears throat> I think I tried... I don't think I've ever seen it all the way through. I think it was one of those I tried to watch it when I was really young because of the whole Airwolf Knight Rider cool vehicle thing, and I think I got bored. Yeah. Um, so I think I've appreciated it more as I've gotten older, you know, because, like I said, it's more of a uh, drama than it is an action film as such. But uh, So, yeah, in terms of Clint movies, though, you know, I was kind of aware of him, but, I, I, you know, um, he's a living legend, isn't he? I think it's fair to say. He's he's uh, he's a, an made some amazing movies uh had a, an incredible career as an actor and director you know worked in tv he's done it all before but we're not going to talk too much about clint because we do have a clint cast well, uh, you, which... you say that that's the other reason why i chose it is you know by the time they get around to doing this i'll be dead let well, alone ben should... and dave yeah, I should point out, but it, it would only be fair to do this though. But uh, in January of 2019, <laughs> um, Dave and Ben decided that <laughs> they were going to make uh, a podcast dedicated to one of their heroes, uh, Clint Eastwood. And so they've done an introduction show, which is just talking a little bit about um, their thoughts and memories and what they want the show to be like. And then. It's going to be, or the intention is, a deep dive into every Clint movie starting from the start. Uh, so there's one for A Fistful of Dollars, then there's one uh, for A Few Dollars More, and there's part one of The Good, The Bad and The Ugly. Now that was released on the 31st of May 2020. So uh, although technically we are treading on their toes, we're, we're sort of veering into their territory, like you said, by the time they get round to 1978 and talking about every which way but loose, it, it, it's going to be a fair way off. Can we, I think. Can we, I think one of us needs to work it out. Like, given their current run rate, we need to work out when, you know, when this, we should have worked out when this would have actually been recorded and broadcast by them. What? What magical future year will it be in? You know, and what planet will it be from? Because we'll, you know, half of Earth will live on fucking one of Jupiter's moons by then. Mm. Well, yeah, it 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 is. Uh, we'll we'll have been colonising Mars or, yeah. or whatever. Uh, but you know, it's it's one of those. The, the podcasts are there. They're on the website, so I would recommend that you check them out. They're very good. They, oh, they are, are. You know, yeah. the, 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 you know, when they go into the deep dives of the movies and stuff, they are very good, very detailed. Dave does loads of research, um, and uh, you know, uh, so. Uh, yeah, but like I said, there was. I did ask Dave. I said, "Look, are you okay with us doing this?" Because, like I said, it's a Clint movie, and he said, "It's fine, you know, carry on." Um, because obviously, our memories are going to be different to to his and Ben's. So, um, but yeah, it, it's one of those movies that I would have watched a lot when I was a kid. And um, you know, like I said, I, unless you've got any strong feelings about Clint or any of his favorite, what are your favorite movies about of Clint's? Have you got any in particular that you like or do, love? Do, do you Not know just. What? Uh, de- not just acting, but directing as well. I probably haven't watched or as many of his films as I think I should have done. To be fair, and I don't know why. Um, so I, yeah, I don't know. I, I haven't seen that many. It's one of my. It's one of my gaps. It's a fucking big gap, granted. But I need. To, I need to see some more. More of his stuff. I think both directing and acting. It's like I've never, never seen any of the spaghetti westerns or anything because I wasn't a big western fan when I grew up. To be fair. Mm. And it's just one of those things I've never got around to watching, like any of his old classic stuff. So, yeah, not not good, not good. 
yeah, I'm the same as you, to be fair. I, I'm not a Western fa- uh, fan. Obviously, you know, there's a big batch of his movies that are Westerns. Um, but as a result of the Clint cast, I have gone back and I've watched the um, the Man With No Name trilogy. And they're really good, you know, very stylish and um, really enjoyed them. But the, he's obviously done loads of other Westerns, which, again, I've never seen. So, um, but, you know, he's Dirty Harry. He's, he's just done, I mean, I, one of my favourite favorite films of his is kelly's heroes which i love you know it's a great ensemble cast uh, never of, seen you that. know and it's oh it's it's a cool movie it's good it's uh it's a fun film but uh yeah so you know like i said we're not going to go too deep into to clint uh because there is a podcast for that this is to talk just specifically about this film um so di- directed by james fargo who uh directed Clint in a Dirty Harry film just prior to this in 1976, the year I was born, uh, The Enforcer, um, which, uh, again, have you watched that one? No. At all? No. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Um, But no, uh, that one, I must admit, is one of the the Clint movies that uh, the... I think it's sudden impact as well. I kind of forget a little bit about them. Ma- Magnum Force, um, I have watched. Uh, oh no, the Enforcer actually. That's the one with Tyne Daly. That's where because I remember that because she's Cagney and Lacey. Oh, she was in Cagney and Lacey. So uh, yeah. Anyway, that's why I was kind of thinking about that. But uh, yeah, so it stars uh, as as well as Clint. You've got uh, Sandra Locke, who plays Lynn Halsey Taylor. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they were in a relationship for a, a long period of time, which ended uh, badly. I think it's fair to say. Um, I think they were in about six films together as well. Uh, and then you've got Jeffrey Lewis, who plays Orville. Now, here's a question. Yeah. Uh, because they live together, so you've got Eastwood, who's Philo Beddo, uh, and then you've got Jeffrey Lewis, who's Orville, and they live with Ma, who is played by Ruth Gordon. Yeah. Now... So he, Jeffrey Lewis calls her Ma. Yes. And now, are Jeffrey Lewis and Eastwood brothers? See, I thought or they were. They friends. I thought they were. I always assumed they were brothers, but I'm not so sure. Yeah. Because why is he not called Orville Beddo? Uh, well, he hasn't got a surname, according to no. IMDb. Um so yeah because at one point the suggestion is is that they are brothers but then a conversation later on in the film he says oh we're going to meet my friend Orville so yeah but so but um, Philo lives out the back he doesn't live in the house whereas I I think I get the feeling that Orville lives in the house with Ma well Um, well, she won't let him fucking ape in the house (laughs) Um, because yeah, so the, the setup is is that you've got Clyde, uh, who is an ape who who lives again. He's got his own little place, yeah. sort of in the back, um, which he knocks about in. Um, but yeah, so that's the setup. Then you've got Beverly D'Angelo who plays Echo, um, who they meet on the road, mm-hmm. uh, and then um, various other people that you've probably seen in other films you know uh such as the gang members the bikers etc uh i won't go into detail about them particularly um but those are the four main characters i'd say so you've yeah. got uh, like i said it, it philo Bedo, um sandra Locke, jeffrey lewis and then uh beverly d'angelo and you've got ma as as uh who pops up um 
we've got uh, a bit of a Metacritic on this one, haven't we? We do, actually, yes. Uh, so, just before we get to that, it's got a 6.3 out of 10, uh, with 26,000 uh, ratings on IMDb. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not too bad. Um, mm-hmm. So, should we have a look at Metacritic? Yeah, I mean, the, the critic reviews aren't great. <laughs> no, it's got a, a Metacritic of 41, yeah. with 7 mixed and 1 negative, no positive um, so, do you want to take uh, take one from the top? Yeah, I'll, I'll take the top one, and it's actually the shortest one, but uh, you know, it, it doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, it's from Empire, and it says, Clint doing roughneck humour with an orangutan. What's not to like? Well, since you gave it 60 out of 100, I'm assuming there's quite a lot not to like. Mm, yeah. Um, so, then we'll go with uh, the Washington, Washington Post, Debbie Error. Prager, or Prager. Um this time, Eastwood has traded in his Magnum for a Chevy pickup truck and crime-ridden city streets for a netherworld of highways, honky-tonks and trailer parks. But there are still enough bodies smashed, automotive and human, to keep his followers happy. And I shall go to the bottom of the barrel. Uh, we will go with Newsweek, and it's from David Anson. And he has, he's given it a 30, and he's put, One can forgive the orangutan's participation. He couldn't read the script. But what's Eastwood's excuse? James Fargo directed every which way but well. Ooh. I <laughs> quite like that. Yeah, it's actually, it's actually not, not, not that bad. <laughs> mm. Now, um, this was a bit of a departure for Clint. Uh, as you mentioned, uh, mm. Westerns, Dirty Harry, etc. Um, played cops. And um, I think originally, having looked into it a little bit, uh, it was potentially intended for... Um, Burt Reynolds uh, but Clint quite liked it and decided he wanted to do something a little bit different uh, so and it actually became one of his most successful movies financially um, critically panned as we have just pointed out but in terms of um, commercially successful it was it did really well uh, on a, a relatively small budget um, so you know there was a sequel made um, mm-hmm. any which way you can and like you said I mean that they are within a couple of minutes of each other in terms of length so this is uh, Every Which Way But Loose is an error of 54 then you've got Any Which Way You Can is an error of 56 Do you know uh, and that I, came I, out... I thought this was quite long I was expecting it to be shorter yeah and it came out a couple of years afterwards as well um, so there you are now have Ooh. you watched the trailer for this yes, film yes I watched the trailer that was on the DVD Ah, oh yes, I have to say thank you to you because uh, you actually bought me a physical copy of this. Yeah. Um, which has got, it's a double bill. It's got mm. both movies on it. So thank you very much. Yeah, for that. I wonder, I wonder cool. why. Eh? <laughs> but, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Some would say generous, some would say bastard, but you know, I don't know where we fall yet. But uh, yeah, it well, has... we'll reserve judgment. Yeah. It, it has the cinematic trailer on it, which. What the fuck? Yeah. So we'll have a listen to it and then we'll come back and we'll um, have a chat about it. So uh, here we go. Here is a trailer for Every Which Way But Loose. Oh, raining again. You want to do something this evening? Of course. Well, not this evening. It's raining now. I want to get out now. How about taking in a new movie? Okay. What'd you have in mind? Hey, babe, what do you think of Clint Eastwood? Oh, I think of him a lot. <laughs> this squirrel's ripping off peanuts, ain't you, squirrel? <laughs> Can you imagine Clint Eastwood punching out a wise guy or laying out a bunch of guys who get out of line? Well, of course I can. 
Can you picture him falling hard for a sweet young thing who's got her eye on him? Oh, sure. That's easy. How about him fighting for money? Well, uh, yeah, I guess so. Can you see him allowing a woman to beat up on him? Oh, now you're putting me on. In my thoughts, you're always with me. Well, what do you think of Clint Eastwood confiding his deepest, darkest secrets to an orangutan? It comes to sharing my feelings with a woman. My stomach just turns to royal gelatin. Well, what do you think now? Now you're really kidding me. It's no joke. It's Eastwood like you've never seen him before. In a new film called... Every which way but lose you turn me Every which way but lose Inside the fire's burning me In my mind you just keep turning me too many guys driving around this valley with an ape. Every which way but lose. Baby, there's no excuse. Hey, you like to fight? Oh, I used to. Better than anything. Well, almost to. Inside the fire's burning me. In my mind, you just keep turning me. Oh, stop that, you... Baboon, no respect, no privacy. Every which way you Every which way you look, there's action, adventure, and fun. Clint Eastwood will turn you. Every which way balloon. And there you go. That was the trailer. Now, I uh, watched this on YouTube um, earlier on, and... I have to say, I clicked on three different links because I thought, <laughs> "Is this taken? Is this a piss take? Have, has somebody put their own trailer on?" Is it, it, it's one of the most bizarre trailers I think I've ever seen, uh, and I'm sure that people have will you know have their opinion on it, haven't listened to it. Um, it's weird, isn't it? What, what, what did you think? Uh, well, first I thought the disc had broken. And I was like, well, have I accidentally turned on to... I thought, I wonder if I changed the input on the television and for some reason the picture wasn't working. And I thought, what was it, fucking Coronation Street or something? It was just a couple talking about, you know, should we watch a movie, etc. and whatever. And then they start talking about Clint Eastwood and then pictures happen and they carry on having a talk about Clint Eastwood and how it's unexpected that he's in a film like this or... Do you like Clint Eastwood? Oh, I love Clint Eastwood. Do you like monkeys? Oh, I love a monkey. Ooh. And then, <laughs> what the hell? What 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 the fuck? Uh, then, mm. then, you've, then then the um, the the um, title song kicks in, and then it's harshly cut for like a line of dialogue, and then it comes back in again. And it, what? Brr, it's weird. It's it. The whole thing seems to be, look, you like Clint Eastwood, don't you? It, 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 that, like ignore the fact it's got an ape in it. Ignore it might be a comedy. It's still Clint Eastwood. Just watch Clint Eastwood, please. Yeah, yeah. It is very strange. I have to say, it's it's unlike I think any trailer I've ever seen. Yeah. Um. You know. Uh. So, but there you go. I've, I've watched um the trailer for any which way you can as well, just to see if that was <laughs> so any different. <laughs> and and that's just. I mean, he's got some bizarre music playing. Yeah. In the, it sets it up as a real screwball comedy. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, what would what would you, what sort of genre of movie would you put this as? I, 
I don't know, and I was going to ask you the same question because it has comedy that seems to be aimed at children, language that seems to be aimed at adults. I don't know. I don't know. It's really, really slapstick. But then it's got bullshits and shits and pisses and stuff in it. And yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know where it falls. I don't. I can't figure out who it was aimed at. I'm still struggling. Because mm. it's got a bit of romance in it, I guess. Yeah. Um, it's got a, it's got a, a bit, like a, a bit of action. Yeah. A bit of bit of rumpy pumpy. Bit uh, of a buttock. Yeah. A, a, a bit of. Um, you know, t- touching and mm. and tender touching of, yeah. uh, and all that. You know, um, but yeah, it's it, it's definitely got the comedic stuff in it, yeah. um, which obviously a lot of that comes from Clyde. Um, but I, I, much like you, and again, going to, we'll we'll come to the Twitter contributions that we've had from people as well. Um, don't, don't feature in this film. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's all. Yeah, and that's kind of I'm like you. I've mixed up these two films, and I've taken bits from each, and I've kind of made my own film in my ha- my head. I think a uh, lot is, of is what people I did. may have done exactly the same thing. Hmm. Because again, I haven't se- I haven't seen this film for a while. Um, probably like you, maybe twenty odd years. I have seen bits of the sequel relatively recently, probably within the last two years, um, only because it happened to be on the TV at the time and, and I just carried on watching it and, you know, I'd missed the first sort of like, I don't know, hour. Yeah. And then I just watched um, the, the last part of it. And, you know, so that bit is more fresh in my memory, but, um, you know, relatively strong memories of the film. Remember enjoying it as a kid, you know, um, again, more so down to the fact that there's funny stuff that happens with Clyde, uh, you know, rather than all the other stuff. Um, but I've definitely got some strong opinions of this film now, having watched it <laughs> yesterday, which we'll get to. Yeah. Now, how many pages of notes have you written? I've written notes! Hooray! Excellent. Good work, sir. No. No way. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Eight and three quarters. Ooh. So I, this is possibly one of the shorter... Uh, notes taking that I've I've done for a film uh, it's seven seven pages which I, isn't I'm, a lot really I'm not sure why or how I've written seven eight and a, eight and three quarters but yeah fuck it apparently so well there you go anyway so mm. shall we get into the movie let's yeah. start off uh, at the beginning yep, and uh, eh we haven't done something what haven't we done we didn't do a synopsis fuck do it do it now <laughs> the San Fernando Sorry. Valley Adventures of trucker turned prize fighter Philo Bedo and his pet orangutan Clyde. Was oh, that it? Yeah, is it? Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, which is pretty much it. That's it. It's a yeah. road movie. It's you know that's they they go on a bit of a road trip and um, shit happens. Uh, Mention one other thing. I do like the film poster. Yeah. Let me just have a... Let, do you want to describe it for people? Uh, you know, what's well, there's thing? a uh, black background with a uh, a red O in the middle and Clint is stood there in a sort of similar kind of Bruce Lee-esque pose type thing with his muscular mm. arm outwards, but he's got an orangutan holding his back and then the cast of characters are in a golden orange swoosh around the outside. 
yeah it, it is sort of uh it's it is very stylish actually looking yeah. at it. looking at it as well uh if you look at the, the the names of the actors and actresses on the the bottom Sandra Locke is in bold oh yeah she's um uh, you know, you've got Clint, because uh, it says Clint Eastwood will turn you every which way but loose. Um, and But yeah, I quite like it. It is very much, uh, it reminds me of, like you said, Enter the Dragon, yeah. those type of, <clears throat> you know, uh, movie posters. Uh, the, the other one as well, for any which way you can, is very similar too, um, in, in terms of its style. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just looking at that, it's got <laughs> Clyde's pulling a really funny face. Uh, <laughs> All that ape. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, your Twitter handle's ape mutterings. Is yeah. that? Do you like? Have you got? A th- have you got a thing for monkeys and apes? No, or, it's just, uh... it's just. I just rearrange my initials. Oh, fair. <laughs> <laughs> not the, muttering, like, when you not go, the you mutterings like... bit, because that means I've got a horrendous amount of middle names. Then. <laughs> uh, well, you like going to zoos and stuff. You like monkeys and apes generally, don't you? Yeah, well, not saying that you fancy them, but, but you know. Why? Why's your? Why's your tweet under that? You, you like going to zoos, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> you've sent pictures before of zoos, or you've been, you know, you like you've been you've been to zoos yes, in the I past. I've been to a zoo, but it it, it, it doesn't go. I really like zoo. Oh, I really like egg-based food. I think I'm gonna have all my social media handles as Mister Pancake. That's not how it works. I was just checking. Um, I don't know why. I started rubbing my nipple as well when you were talking. That's just uh, bizarre. Um, Uh, Sorry, I was just... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Anyway, Mm. sometimes, you know, you just speak without thinking, but still. Anyway, so opening overhead shot of a uh, truck and you've got highway and you've got uh, the song every which way but loose playing um and the, the the camera sort of zooms in and uh into clint who's driving the truck um and he's a fucking litter bug isn't he he is a litter bug he's a litter bug he's a drink driver he can't find a gear at one point or he seems to struggle anyway <laughs> crunches yeah. those gears in he's a friggin' whore because he parks his thing up and he just walks into the office and kisses a woman on the mouth, which mm. I don't think you can do these days. Um, and then he definitely walks not with out a me too. Me t- yeah, yeah. He walks out of that room and then just starts flirting with another one. Yes, he's just like a, um, like a yeah. six foot cock. <laughs> well, apparently in real life he was a bit of a, a ladies' man, from what I've heard on the excellent Clint cast. Um, <laughs> he he par- <laughs> Clint, do you want to act with an ape? Yeah. Can I fuck some women? Yes. In which case, I'll work with the ape. <laughs> yeah, he. Um, I think he referred to women as spinners. Um, <laughs> from again, based on what I've I've heard from Dave and uh, Ed Ben you know, on the the Clint cast. But it, uh, yeah, I thought that was just the name of you know if you're having sex with a woman with no legs. I d- <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so that kind of establishes him in the first few minutes. He, mm. he is a bit of a ladies' man. Uh, he drives a truck, and uh, then he goes into a bar, yeah, well, and he's, he starts... Go on, what? Well, oh, Mr. Me, Mr. I drive a truck, Mr. Tough Cowboy, Mr. Look at me with the ladies, goes in half a pint. Ooh, half oh, a pint. yes. No man drinks Well, half it is a during pint. the day. Yeah, but it's it, it is during the day, I guess. Half a pint. Yeah, yeah, he is. He does drink a lot, um, but he's he's taking all the um, the, 
the monkey nuts. Yes. Uh, they are monkey nuts, aren't they? Well, I Out call them the, peanuts, um, but... You know. Well, uh, yeah, I guess. No, I know, but I know what you I mean. When they're, when they're wrapped in their outer coating, they tend to call them monkey nuts, don't they? In the shell, yes, that's mm. right. So, um, and uh, there's this guy uh, who we find out he's called Big Al. Uh, everyone and he's having calls a, him Big Al. Yes, uh, he's having a chat with a guy who's telling him a joke or something, and uh, he's not happy because Clint, who's um, there's a there's a patron at the the bar who's in between, and this kind of weird looking woman who's just sitting there, <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> uh, and uh, so he, and Clint keeps reaching over and, and taking the nuts out of his his uh, little bowl, which he's he's not happy about. Hey, so um, you didn't pay for them; they're free. Yeah. Um, well, you've heard the old story, haven't you, about, you know, if if they don't do it so much anymore, particularly in the COVID era that we're in, uh, of putting like nuts out on the bar. Yeah. Uh, but you wouldn't take them because people don't wash their hands, do yeah. they? No, you know? we, we, where I used to work, we used to serve, um, used to serve mini cheddars, bits of cheese and pickled cockles on the bar. Oh, oh just freely so people could have them. Yeah, but only on a Sunday. Ah, uh, so that's yeah. <laughs> Sunday cockles. <laughs> cockles yeah. that's an, an odd thing uh no I, I so at the pub i used to go to on a sunday um they wouldn't serve them and leave them out but they would bring ground like um mini cheddars with black pudding so Ooh. you'd put the black pudding on the mini cheddars which is lovely yeah. uh, and sandwiches and chips and whatever that kind of thing just for free which is nice, nice. um so yeah anyway so yeah he, he and he gets up to go and he takes another handful of of nuts and um, Al takes exception to this and, and he tells him to put them back. Yeah. Uh, or he orders him to put them back, I should say. Uh, and then, you know, he's he's making... He's taking the piss out of Clint, isn't he? Who's kind of not biting particularly. Yeah, but, um, stop, but then he the flex... the harshest thing in the world. He keeps calling him a squirrel. Yeah. Uh, taking him up his tree, doesn't yeah. he? What's the matter, Mr. Um, squirrel? Take him up the tree, Mr. Squirrel. Hey, everybody, look, it's a squirrel. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but then uh, the other people in the bar know that something bad's going to happen, which makes you think, well, Clint must have a bit of a reputation for kicking yeah. off in, in bars. Um, yeah, but not with Big Al, because Big Al is Big Al. Big Al's so big that he makes all his friends only refer to him as Big Al and not just Al. Yes. Um, and so, anyway, Clint gets a nut in his hand and he squeezes it and at the same time flexes his muscle and then punches him in the face. And yeah. they have a bit of a bar fight. Uh, and he beats the shit out of him. And yeah. and that's it. Knocks him out. Yeah. Start, starts a long line of people who have got no concept of the idea of blocking. Yes. Uh, and uh, and that's it. The song starts up again because he hits the jukebox as he falls down. Uh, and then they go home or he goes to his home and Orville has got a tow truck so he's got a bit of a tow truck business uh and ma it is established uh is an old bastard yeah. who's um <laughs> an old cantankerous bitch <laughs> she she just likes to swear at people and moan yeah. and whinge about stuff um and uh, they're going she's going to try passing her driving test again uh so, so for some reason um so her and Orville are on the way to the, the driving test centre uh, and she's moaning about not wearing a wig or she should have worn a wig. <laughs> yeah. She needs her glasses uh, and all this kind of stuff. And she's about 100 years old, yeah. isn't she? 100 um, years old and 100 centimetres tall. <laughs> yeah. Um, I found her 
quite funny, I must admit. Yeah. You know, she's she's it's more of a cameo role for her, I think. And she does what she does. Yeah. Um but when she's on screen, she's quite amusing, you know. Did, did you have any opinion on her or did you think she was annoying or? No, no, she was annoying. No, she's 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 feisty, angry, annoyed all of the time. So yeah, I quite liked her. Mm. She didn't take no shit off anyone either, which I also quite like. Yes, um, and then uh, so Philo goes into uh, a room outside. It's kind of like a bit of a shed outhouse type thing, um, and it's dark. And he's he's been attacked by this thing that's swinging yeah. around. You do see glimpses of it that it, it yeah. is um, an orangutan. Is um, it attack or attempted rape? Well, there's lots of sort of fumbling and nudging mm. and pushing and whatever, and and then um, he kicks him out the door and he takes his beer and. Because uh, Clyde is a bit of a heavy drinker as well, isn't Absolutely, he? Absolutely, yeah, he does um, like an ale. And <laughs> so he gets some nuts and whatever, and and obviously established that they are friends and you know that uh, they care for each other and all that kind of stuff. They don't just beat each other up. Um, now, I had heard rumours about this, and I have looked online. I'm not into too much detail, but there were these rumours going around that apparently they used to beat up the uh, orangutan that they used or they'd mistreat it badly yeah um, i read that and I, I don't I, I i don't know what's what's true and what isn't i mean it's the 70s they probably did to a point because uh you don't want an orangutan to get angry because it will rip your fucking head off yeah and it is quite i mean apparently it was about 170 pounds yeah, which it's, it's a small uh, one really it's not like a fully no near a fully grown male but, you know, that thing's got more muscles in your arm, in its arm, than you'll have in your entire body. That could just snap you like a like a breadstick. Mm. See, uh, see, you are quite knowledgeable about all things orangutans, aren't you? You, like, you do I, love I, them I secretly. I do like an orangutan, I have to, have to admit. I do have a soft spot <laughs> for them. I do like the way that they walk, and they sort of like, you know... <laughs> shuff, it's incredibly shuff. mincy, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> they shuffle along a little bit, you yeah. know. They are, they are quite funny to watch. Um... And uh, so, you know, and, the, you know, the um, I watched Shaun of the Dead recently, chancing for a f- few years. I love that film. Um, but, you know, you've got um, his mate, haven't you? Uh, whose name escapes me completely. Nick Frost's Nick Frost. character. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, and he does a Clyde, doesn't he? You know, yeah. sort of. It, so it's really good, you know. Yeah. But uh, anyway, um, so any, you, then you find out that Ma didn't pass a test uh, and it's the night time and Philo is working on a car. Um, and you can tell they set up that he's a strong dude because yeah, he, he lifts, lifts the car up. Lifts the car, doesn't he? Like a man. Yes. Uh, and Ma is upset because uh, Clyde has stolen her Oreos. I had no idea what Oreos were when I was a no, kid. No, I didn't. I didn't, to be honest. I had no idea. I probably blanked that word out because I didn't know what it was. Yeah, I had no idea. Well, obviously, Oreos, no. I mean, we we had some the other night, you know. Um, I think uh, they're just like um, uh, custard creams, aren't they? You know, they're, they're sort of a, a posh custard cream. I wouldn't even say uh, they're a... posh. They're just they're just biscuits that don't taste very chocolatey with with I don't know biscuit spunk in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and so she's not happy, and uh, because he shit everywhere yeah, as well. Not, uh, she's annoyed about the Oreos, but then apparently Clyde just walks around everywhere just shitting. Yes, um, and so I mean, and knowing that uh, Philo is a bit of a litterbug, I can't imagine he cleans up after him either. You know, he just yeah. lets the shit just in the well, yard all I over do, the place. I do wonder if Philo's a bit simple. Hmm. 
you know, he's best yeah. friend is an ape. He just throws litter everywhere. He can't survive on his own, really, without resorting to violence, because that's all he knows. And he's, he, he can't read anyone, as we'll get to. He can't read a situation, as we'll get to. He's incredibly gullible, as we'll get to. Um, yeah, is he, is he a bit of a simpleton? Which is mm. the wrong terminology to be used, but I can't think of a right one. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, so, but yeah, like you said, next day, um, a boxing match. It's outdoors. It's kind of it's a bare knuckle fight, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and uh, Clyde's there with Orville, and and uh, Philo's having a fight with this dude. He, he wins easily. He doesn't really get touched at all, does he? No. Um, he just, he... And Clyde's Clyde. Go on. Oh, no, no, go Clyde. Oh, you know it's serious because Orville turns his hat round. That's his. Uh, that's, that's his, his stick, move. isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. When something's about to kick off, then um, Orville turns his cap on uh, 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 backwards, uh, and uh, yeah, Clyde's happy because he's cheering and everything else. So you know he's he's going yep. and sort of doing his fist pumping, um, and then they go to the the, the, the Palomino Club. Yeah. Now, one thing I did notice about this film is that it it's not in terms of lack of continuity but it does jump around from day to night and then day to night know. scene to scene i mean there there were points where i'd wrote, written two words and then it had already changed scene again it it, mm. it, it does it it does like yeah there, there, there are quite a few scenes which you don't actually need but they're in there they're only there for like three seconds or five seconds but it does like to make sure that you know what time of day it is yes um, because it's night time at the Palomino Club, which I guess is their local. Uh, yeah. They play country and western live, you know, yeah, country and western music. I'm not a huge fan of country and western, not because I don't like it, it's just I don't really listen to it. Um, but I, the music in this is quite good. I think having, again, like I said, watched the sequel more recently, because that's got Glen Campbell songs and other things, the the, the music's quite good. I think the, sec- the second one's better, but... Again, it's country and western, so it kind of sounds a bit the same, doesn't it? Sorry. It, it, it um, does, doesn't it? It's all got the same guitar sound, the same tempo, people moaning about stuff. Yeah, but I quite liked it. Yeah, um, so it there's nothing that I thought fine. was really shit. No. I don't, um, well, possibly, I can't remember. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, so, and then... Um, they're watching the songs and watching the singers, I should say, not watching the songs, because uh, that'd be a bit weird. Um, but they're, yeah, and then, so they're watching the women as well, aren't they? Yeah. They're just, you know, they're on the pool. Yes. I mean, how um, old are they supposed to be? Well, I mean, looking at, I'm looking at them, I'd say they're at least mid for, mid 40s. Yeah, I'm, so, pu- I'm pushing at Philo's mid 40s at best. Orville, yeah. I mean, he's he's early fifties, definitely. Yeah, um, they, they're not a great. I mean, I mean, Clint Eastwood, he's Clint Eastwood. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But the, Orville's not a great catch. No, he's, <laughs> no, he's not a stunner, is he? He's not. I mean, to, I mean, they're always going after quite young ladies. They're very, yeah. Young, you know, yeah, legal. I'm not saying they're not legal, but they're very young. If At least half their age, yeah, I would if, say. If you're 52 and you're trying to pull a 21-year-old, you're going to have to be really rich. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Um, and so they see this woman who they well, she establishes. I mean, she's quite a rude 
person, but she establishes that she's a student as well, isn't she? Yeah. Uh, and but she's a, re- a very snotty cow because um, Philo goes up to chat, chat her up, and she's just not having it at all. You know, she's doing this thesis or whatever on um, rednecks and yeah. country and western stuff. Um, and as a joke, they decide to put some false teeth in her yeah, chowder. chowder. Yeah. Have you ever had chowder before? Yeah. I don't think I have. Yeah. It's basically soup, isn't it? It's just fishy, fishy potatoy, corny soup. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, it's just, okay. It's basically, well, I suppose halfway between a stew. That's a fucking soup. That's what it is. It's, yeah. It's like a clam, clam, creamy, potatoy, soupy thing with corn in it, sort of thing. Maybe it's, it's a soup. See, the the idea of fish soup doesn't really appeal to me. I have to say, I, I, it's not really something I'd go for. Well, you I know, nice fish, can it... I had a nice fish soup about a month ago. Did you? Yeah. Oh, okay. See, you know, a nice can of. Just tomato will do me. <laughs> I'm very simple. When it I comes know, to I've been like telling that. you for years. <laughs> um, so, yeah, she, freak, she freaks out and runs off, doesn't yeah. she? Well, we say she's snotty, but Philo's opinion of, of pulling is, can I sit here if you must? As soon as he sat down, that's the deal sealed as far as he's concerned. It's mm. like, well, I've said hello to you. So, uh, yeah, I've said hello to you, so we will now be going into the car park and doing something in the back of my truck, or you'll be taking mm. me home, because I have chosen you. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess that yeah, that is a, a good, uh, you know, sort of way of setting it out. Definitely, doesn't he? Like you said, but because she's quite opinionated and uh, she didn't take to him at all. <laughs> well, yes, good point, yeah. Um, so anyway, then you get Lynn Halsey Taylor, uh, Sandra Locke, who uh, turns up and she starts singing a song. Yeah. Um, and they're they're about to go, but Clint, he he just, well, he he becomes um, obsessed with her Ooh. almost immediately. Yeah. Um, you know, it, I can't tell because it's not made clear. I don't think she does. I don't think she's looking at him, no. but it's kind of like fra- framed as if she is maybe looking in his yeah, direction. Yeah, it's kind of implied, but, isn't it, that they're staring at each other as she has that really annoying way of singing that song and overextending her mouth for the uh, last word of each line. So, you know, I don't know. I, I, I found, even at this point, I found her character quite annoying, just the way she was singing. Mm, yes. Uh, the, oh God, there's a, there's a bit later on when she's singing whilst he's trying to have a con- conversation with her, and fuck me, I'd be just like, "Will you shut the fuck up? I'm trying to talk to you here." It's, but anyway, um, so anyway, she then does her set, one, comes one over set, to him. One song, one song is all <laughs> she has song. to do. <laughs> yeah, um, and uh, you know, so she um, sits next to him they have a conversation it goes better it's fair to say yeah. uh, because she pretty much just says yeah let's go and he uses the line you know it's kind of smoky in here uh, you know and um, so Orville hears this tries it on a very young looking yeah. woman and she doesn't really go for it at I all I don't know uh, because she kind of smirks and then it cuts so I'm wondering if, the, if you know is that just like the greatest chat up line in history I mean, it wouldn't mm, work maybe. now, obviously, because no one smokes in pubs. But maybe it was great back then. Yeah. Uh, well, it'd work for Clint, you'd imagine, because, you know, sex appeal and all that, you know. But uh, probably not for Jeffrey Lewis. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it wouldn't work for me either, to be honest with you. Um, but, uh, yeah, and then so he gives her a lift home. Uh, they have a kiss. Yeah. Um, 
and he really wants to shag her yeah. because he's he's pushing her to sort of like say, oh, you know, invite me in, you know. <laughs> uh, and uh, she says that she's got a boyfriend, uh, and he's in her, the trailer that she's living in at the moment, or she's staying in. Um, but he won't mind. He doesn't mind. Well, she but, almost you know, suggests we could have a three. We could have a threesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hello, strange no. man who I've just met. Do you want to come and split me in half with my with my other person? Well, see, the thing is, right, I'm, again, making up a story in my head that didn't happen. But do you think that if she'd have invited him in, would he have pulled a gun on Clint to try and rob him? Because that... I or don't know. Am I, I don't to... know. Maybe. Because she she kind of she wants him to come in. She's happy for him to come in. Yeah. But you know, just points out that she's got a boyfriend there, which obviously Clint thinks. You know, considering he's he's a bit of a sex maniac, yeah. um, he he thinks that's a bit weird. Well, it's well, too much for him. He's not know. overly bothered that she's got a boyfriend, so he's moralistically grey as it stands. Anyway, Philo he lives lives in the orangutan. You know, not you know, will bang anything. Probably the orangutan <laughs> as well. He's a you know, yeah. He's a he's yeah. He's a bit. He's, he's not your straight laced person, is he? Mm. Um, yeah. So uh, next day again, and you see um, Clyde and um, Philo in their truck, and these two bikers pull up and they start taking the piss. Yeah. Um, and they uh, Clyde gives them the middle thick finger. You know. So he's taught him loads of. Bad habits, yeah. really, hasn't he? Drinking. He teaches him to drink yeah. beer, drink beer, and swear, swear at people, yeah. and shitting everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Did he teach him stealing how to everywhere? Is there a missing scene where where Philo's just wandering around the house to shitting on the carpet? Yeah, or he, well, he doesn't sort of tick off Clyde too much about it, and stealing, yeah. uh, you know, cookies yeah. and whatever. Um, but they actually throw a cigar at Clyde, which hits him on the head, <laughs> which. I shouldn't laugh that. But so it does, then it? it bonks off his head, and you even like get the reaction because he's like, Ooh, "What the fuck was that?" Yeah. You know. What if they uh, meant to hit him on the head, or was it supposed to go into the the, the cabin and miss the ape? But either way, yeah, they bounced it off his head instead. That's <laughs> yeah. why you know that uh, he was then... probably drugged because that orangutan would have ripped the fucking door off, jumped out, and then just smashed them to death with it. Hmm. Um, but then there's a bit of a car chase. Philo chases after them. Bit of a, a sort of a musical really interlude. Not happy, is he? He, he seems to want to kill them. Yes, and also right there, he's in this shitty old truck, and they're on two like I'm not into motorbikes, but they look like Harley Davidson type yeah. bikes. Surely they would outrun a fucking old truck. I mean, yeah, they're not built for speed, but you think they'd still outdo that that fucking Lego vehicle that Philo's driving. They go through. They go through a driving range. They go through a fucking car wash. <laughs> what? Why do they do that? I don't, I don't know. Care. Let's lose him in the car wash. And for Pete, for two bikers who were giving it, you know, giving it the beans, they don't. Yeah, they do. Don't have turn to shitting themselves really quickly. Yeah. Well, it, it, you know, this gang, the Black Widows, who get, you know, we find out later on, they're they're pretty much all a bunch of cowards, yeah, aren't they? Really. Yeah. Uh, you know, in particular, a couple of them, um, but uh, yeah. So they um, they go in. One of them's got a, a helmet on, which has got horns on, yes. uh, which get turned upside down because of the the, the brushes that you know wash him, clean him, whatever. Um, <clears throat> and then, oh, this is the other thing as well. Why did why did um, 
Clint and Clyde go through the car wash as well. I mean, they could have just driven around the back because there was only one way for them to come out, wasn't yeah, there? that's true. Maybe they uh, just wanted a quick clean of their truck for free because yeah. if you're trying to kill people, then you get your car washed for nothing. Yeah. Um, and then, so they're gaining on them because the bikers slip uh, on the, some dodgy road surface, which has just been done. Uh, so, and then uh, Cl- uh, Clyde fucks it all up, though, doesn't he? He takes the keys out the, the ignition. Yeah, why does he um, do that? I don't know. I don't know. It, it, does he do it just because, you know, he sees them there and he goes, ooh, shiny, jangly, and takes the keys? I, I don't know. Uh, but either way, it means that now um, Philo has to chase them on foot. So they have a bit of a chase. Um, and then Clyde gets in this... Uh, well, they both get in this kind of... This old... It's a, Again, it's a really slow fucking road surfacing truck or whatever, yeah. isn't it? I, I couldn't figure out exactly what it was. Was it like a tarmac machine or a steamroller or was it a road cleaner? I don't know what it was. All I know is that Philo is actually trying to run them over. He genuinely would kill them. It, but it goes about like five miles an hour. Yeah. <laughs> Because the they're not really, they're not really sprinting, no. um, but they're they're running, and then they run for a train um, and manage to escape. And then uh, again, Philo jumps off, chases after them, falls over, uh, <laughs> uh, and, and then uh, Clyde gets on this this tr- wagon truck thingy, whatever it is, and drives it into like a vegetable fruit wholesaler type yeah. thing. And uh, you, I'm assuming he's he sounds Chinese. He goes, here, monkey. <laughs> yep. Yeah, dirty monkey or something like that. Um, I don't know, uh, but yeah, um, it ends with it ends with havoc, carnage, people losing business, and Clyde doing his little wavy arm walk as he as he sort of escapes the situation. <laughs> but then yeah. it seems like because he's back with Philo's on the floor by the train tracks where he fell over, and it looks like someone threw the orangutan at him. Yeah. Good point, yeah. Um, have a bit of a cuddle. Uh, and then he gets up. And uh, then, again... Night time. <laughs> night time. Because Philo's out with Lynn. And like I said, this is the scene now. And she annoyed me, you know, not necessarily in the first scene, but in this scene in particular, because she's singing along to a song on the radio and he's trying to have a fucking conversation yeah. with her. And she just carries on singing. Like, at the same time as, like trying to have a conversation i'd be like oh my god will you just answer the bleeding question um because she's talking about a boyfriend and that she needs seven thousand dollars off him or some shit uh and then he talks about he won clyde in a fight uh he fought four guys at once and he, he suggests that you know he could have been a fighter a boxer or something but there's too many rules yeah. and, or whatever uh, and they've mentioned now. There's been the mention of this person called Tank Murdoch. Yes, a couple of times in the conversation. Tank Murdoch. Oh, we'll get. Oh God, we'll get to him later on. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's clear that now she's setting him up for, you know, money or what? Because yeah, uh, yeah. There's so, there's something going on. Um, they go to dinner uh, with Orville now. And Clyde's not there at this no. point. Cause, and, um, Clyde's at these home two... sex with Ma. <laughs> uh, and uh, these two other bikers come in now. Uh, and they buy a beer for her, which he, uh, Clint drinks in front of them. And um, 
again, you know shit's going to kick off because Orville turns his hat around yep. and they, he goes outside with them. And you don't see it, but you see shadows and punches and groaning and <laughs> uh, sort of noises as he um, he beats them. Yeah. But just prior to that, he's, they're taking the piss because like they say about this Black Widow tattoo and Orville sneezes on it and um, talks about squishing spiders and whatever. So, you know. They're not bothered or intimidated by them no. particularly, are they? Well, they're not very intimidating, are they? They're just a, a couple of Looney Tunes cartoon characters just trying to be uh, trying to be hard. They're just not. Yeah. And in particular, one of them has got a really bad fucking comb over, yeah. hasn't he? Yeah. I mean, it's bad. You just... It's a, it's a couple of wisps of hair, yeah. which you'd just be like, just cut it. Yeah. Just shave it. Well, I don't think they yeah. had shavers back in the seventies. I think Como, you know, people were more desperate to to keep in keep on the illusion that they might have hair on their head, rather than a couple of wispy pubes to cover thirty percent of their scalp with. Mm. Um, but Philo's now gaining more bikes because he's got the two from the first encounter, and now he's got two more bikes yeah. which he puts in his truck. Um, the, he's a criminal. I mean, all these these people antagonise him by buying a beer for a lady, which he drunk. He then took them outside. He then assaulted them. He then stole their property. Mm. Um, and this, this, uh, this, yeah, this is where they uh, got the Daniel Larusso character from. <laughs> uh, next day, daytime now. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Clyde's doing some washing. <laughs> yep. Uh, and Mars shouts in at Philo about Clyde, and uh, and then this is quite a cool scene. She hits him with a stick. Oh, yeah, because he's doing some grinding or something, isn't he? With a... Yeah, mechanic-y stuff. And she just comes over and hits him with a stick. And I think, right, oh, that that's how she rules that house, is just hitting hitting things with sticks. Mm. So, maybe, you know, when she finds Philo walking around having a shit in the corner, she just batters him with a broom <laughs> handle. Uh, but she's moaning about um, him taking the Oreos. She's still banging on about that and shitting everywhere. And, uh, you know, even though, obviously, <clears throat> Clint is significantly bigger than her, she, like you said, she doesn't yeah. take shit from anybody. Uh, and because uh, he's, he's really apologetic and says, oh, you know, he'll, he's, he's had a word with Clyde and he won't do it again and all this blah, blah, blah. Um, but then Clyde, she goes over to Clyde. Clyde gives her a big smack on the chops, which I thought was quite funny. Um, mm-hmm. And then there's uh, quite a cool scene where like, Clyde's standing on a, tire or something and Eastwood sort of points his finger at him and, and does the bang and he just falls to the floor which is quite cool I like that yeah yeah. Um, yeah. and then uh, so yeah you get to see the Black Widow gang now who's we by their boss you know you get to see him a bit more uh, they're talking about obviously being assaulted and losing their bikes mm-hmm. uh, there's loads of Nazi iconography yes <laughs> hurrah Nazis <laughs> Uh, yeah, they're supposed to be this kind of slapstick comic gang of losers, and they are. Uh, and maybe that's the point, isn't it? You know, the, the, maybe the director is, oh, well, the, all Nazis are just fucking idiots, so let's just make them fucking idiots. Yeah. Um, but there is, there's like swastikas and all. Do you hear a weird thing? When, when I was really little, I thought, I, I think this is from the sequel again, um, because in the sequel, I believe at some point, the head, the head widow wears like a curly wig. Yeah, that's the sequel. And yeah. I thought I thought he was the same bloke who played Lex Luthor in Superman. So I thought this fellow was Gene Hackman. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, there you go. Wow. Um, 
Yeah, he. Um, that's def- that's the sequel because they get tarred and feathered, if I remember rightly. Yes. Uh, yeah. So they kind of forced into wearing these well these ridiculous curly wigs, but that's a conversation for another time. Um, <laughs> so again, that's that's another scene during the day, night time now, and Phil <laughs> uh, Phil Philo Philo uh, Phil Philo is giving. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what kind of name is Philo anyway? I don't know Philo. But do I That's, don't know. Isn't that isn't that isn't that how people from where you come from say phyllo pastry? Phyllo, yes. Fee, fi, well, not no. We, we say phyllo. Oh, another bit of phyllo pastry. <laughs> but um, so again, I, I mean, you maybe want to expand on this because you mentioned it earlier on. But he gives her a load of money mm. for it because he sold the bikes, yes. um, and you know, at, now at this point, it's not expressly uh, um, stated or even implied that they've had sex. They've just gone out on a few dates, haven't they? Yeah. I mean... This this could be date two, this could be date three. But, yeah, he hands over all the money from selling the two Black Widow bikes. You fucking mug. (laughs) Because she's been saying, oh, I need $7,000. He gives her God knows how much in an envelope. And all she does is spend it on a sparkly country costume. Mm, yeah, they get. And but then, then the weirdest line is, she says, "Oh, what do you think?" And Philo's response is, "Oh, you wait till Clyde sees you in that." <laughs> what? <laughs> You're gonna let Clyde fuck her? What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, uh, but yeah. So, the, like you said, there's a bit of shopping. Uh, pretty woman type style shopping, uh, yeah. uh, but then yeah. they she, she they're coming out of the club and she's a bit quiet and a bit sort of standoffish. She's not quite sure why at this point. Um, and uh, then so they they they're driving. A truck pulls up behind them, pulls a shotgun out. Um, they yeah. they have a bit of a you know the, the cars are smashing into each other a little bit, and um, the the shotgun goes off and smashes the the window of the uh, driver's car um, and obviously Clint's a bit pissed about this it, it discover it's the yeah. boyfriend Clint obviously wants to go out there and sort it out um, but oh, she wants to fuck him right up yeah she's crying going oh he's scared you know he didn't know what he's doing and you know this guy he's, he's called Skylar the, the boyfriend which again yeah I'm scared so I use my shotgun yeah. yeah. Sorry, it didn't work for Oster Pistorius either. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so she doesn't want him to go in because he didn't know what he was doing. He was scared himself. Mm. And he still gives us a fucking money. Yeah. Do I smell a con, possibly? Hmm? It's like... Hmm? My spider sense is tingling. What are you doing? Um, yeah. So then... You go back to the house. It's still night time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, hey, two scenes where it's the same time of day. Because <laughs> uh, Orville's fixing a, a car and Clyde comes over and tries to take his beer. Again, not a very safe thing to do, is it really? You know, fixing your car whilst drinking your beer. You're under the car, which no. it doesn't look particularly safe anyway. Um, but because um, Orville won't give Clyde the beer, he starts rocking the car like he's going to fucking drop it yeah. on him, uh, which is quite fun. Well, yeah, that's, that's the thing. You stop Clyde having a beer and Clyde threatens to drop a car on your yes. face. Um, and, uh, yeah, so then 
Philo comes back and uh, stops it from happening. But the car still drops. It's just about misses him. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. Uh, and then um, another driving test failed the next day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Next day, another driving test failed. Another 10 second scene done. Next. Um, yeah. And um, so Philo takes Clyde to go and meet Lynn. And she's not there. This is why I thought. No, this is why I thought maybe Philo and Clyde have, have at least mutually masturbated because he's combing Clyde in a mirror. Oh yeah, and he says, "God, God, you're a handsome." Dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, she's not there. The the um, uh, again another ancient dude that who sort of looks after this trailer park. Uh, you know, yeah. you can't give him a straight. F- I recognise him as well, and I should have. Yeah. Looked. I recognize. I think I recognize him from something. He anyway. can't give him a straight answer because he's ancient. And no. uh, she says he says that she left in the morning. And um, yeah, so then Philo goes to the bar, find out if he can find out where she's gone or where she's gone to, um, and then gets into a bar fight with just two people because he knocks into them. Yeah, he gets it because he gets that shit note, doesn't he? That that um, that Lynn left on a friggin' napkin. That just says something more or less says sorry I had to go yeah which is about it Philo's got a monk on he just struggles he barges into a fella on the chair the bloke on the chair takes a bit of offence to this Philo hits him in the face and then all of a sudden yeah complete bar brawl happening um, people getting punched left right and centre then the then the bottles coming out so people are getting serious lacerations and disfigurements from having <laughs> bottles smashed on the face the guitarist boots someone in the face and then straight out murders someone because he clatters <laughs> them around the back of the head with an electric guitar and smashes it to pieces that person's skull is fucking jelly mm-hmm. so there's all kinds of murder going on <laughs> and um, eventually Philo asks him to call the police and he says that was the police mm. so uh and I thought at this point, I thought that was, that was end of scene. I was like, "All right, so nothing's happening." No, uh, but I didn't realise it was actually a plot point. Yeah, so. there you go. Uh, but so Philo's at home now, and he's he's going on a road trip to find out where Lynn's gone. Um, and we're daytime now, by yeah, the way. Yeah, Orville's going <laughs> with them, uh, and Mars moaning about being left alone. Uh, and then you go to these two cops um, who were in the the fight. Yeah, and again, sort of like comedic relief you know comedy metal detecting on a beach aren't they Um, find something and the white man gets the black man to dig the big hole (laughs) yeah Uh, yeah I noticed that he basically gets him to do all his dirty work for him doesn't he Um, I don't know if there's all the hard labour there's a a, a sort of a a rank thing there going on maybe but I I don't know Um, but yeah uh, and so then they're on the road trip. So Clyde, Orville, Philo, they're in the truck. <clears throat> it's a shit truck, isn't it? I mean, I was already thinking at this point, because he's got like that little, I wouldn't say house on the back of yeah. it. It's like a fucking porter toilet. I was thinking, where are all three of these sleeping at the time? Yeah. But as we do see him camping a bit later, but I was wondering, well, if it's raining, I've all three of them got a squeeze in there. I mean, that, I mean, open the door of that in the morning. Good <laughs> Lord, that's going to stink. Uh, so, yeah, they stop at this sort of roadside fruit farm thing. <laughs> you, what, you get them in American films, don't you, quite a lot. The the 
the road seller, the, the fruit sellers at the side of the yeah. road. Yeah, um, and uh, so then you know you, you, this is where you see Beverly D'Angelo, uh, and uh, mm-hmm. she's selling oranges and cantaloupes uh, and, and tomatoes, and there's a fat bitch being <laughs> difficult and irritating. Yeah, she's god. She, what the fuck has she got on her head as well? It's this. I don't know. I don't she know. looks like a. I don't know. It's like a. A, a fucking duck. It's like, it's what. <laughs> it's one of those you see them like in older films as well, like where like women are generally wear them. They go swimming. It's like a swimming cap, but it's sort yeah. of got little bits hanging off it. It's it's very strange. Um, so yeah, she's being a rude old cow, and uh, then Orville spots her and thinks, "Oh, hi, here we go." Um, and hi, uh, she's just about twenty. That's right on bang on the money for me. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he he goes over to this woman, whispers something to her, and then she goes off screaming, uh, and then they end up chatting, and he basically just comes out to it, doesn't he? He just says, yeah. "I really want to shag you." You know, that's kind of his thing, yeah. isn't it? Um, and uh, he even, like, holds up the cantaloupes as if they're, like, breasts. Uh, yes, like a heaving bosom. Yes. Uh, so, anyway, next thing you know is she appears in the truck. Which she's quite happy to just disappear. You know, they could be fucking, you know, murderers uh, or, you know, kid- kidnappers, yeah. whatever. Um I'm assuming she's got no family. Right? Yeah. Obviously, she must be some... She's an, she's a roadside orphan that sells food. Yeah. She she does ask Orville how she get how did uh, he get that woman to go away so quickly and Orville says simple I told her you had the clap again as a kid I had no idea what that meant um, and no. I know it's now a sexually transmitted disease but I have still have no what what, what is the clap what what is it I just thought it was a generic term for like a like a vaginal sex disease or your venereal disease or some some kind of or gonorrhea yeah. or something i don't know yeah but yeah the, or like crabs i've heard of crabs before they, they don't sound yeah, nice yeah. do they um no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> goes to that saying really doesn't it um so yeah and then um so anyway she's in the truck Philo's a bit surprised by all her appearance, um, and then he knocks on the the sort of like little hatch which is behind them, um, and 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 hairy arm pops out and gives him a beer, which again, yeah, Echo doesn't clock onto this at all, does she? Um, yeah. And uh, so yeah, then it, now you get a load of different scenes because they're all they're all after Philo, aren't they? You've got the police, you've got the biker gang, yes. and they're all c- slowly catching up to them. So the biker gang stop at the diner, which uh, is the, the, sorry, the biker gang's music. Oh, they've got their own in theme tune, head, haven't they? In my head, the start of it, I really... I know they're different. I know they don't sound the same. But I struggle to separate their theme music and the start of Bottom. Thank you. 
Oh, yes. I might have to put that in just so people know what we're talking about. I mean, people... It's that once I hear it, it's like... I keep expecting it to be the bottom music, and then it's not. Yeah, uh, I don't know why. It's a sha na 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 na. You know, it's yeah. <laughs> It even sounds fucking stupid, doesn't it? Um, but uh, yeah, so they stop at this diner, uh, and they try to intimidate the staff. There's a load of truckers in there. Uh, again, another. Um, brawl happens they call one of these truckers who's a little short bloke uh, a lard ass which i thought was quite nice i like lard ass don't use that enough in in uh, you know um yeah. in, in in what's my, my vocabulary that's i was trying to think of the word <laughs> <laughs> what's that word for for what's that word for words i know yes it insults that's the other thing i, was, I don't use that enough yeah um and so they have a bit of a fight in the car park. And again, the b- mm-hmm. bikers just get the shit kicked out of them. They're fucking useless. Yeah, um, they are absolutely useless. And what's, what's the what's the leader called of the Black Widows? Oh, you've asked me now. Because I, I don't think I ever got his name down. Well, if you bear with me, I might be able to go to a place that, that will tell me that. Um, but it will take me a few seconds. Uh, That's okay, because I've just done research on my next question. Oh, right. Okay. What's that then? Well, because he, he, when he sees everyone's been beaten up, he calls them goddamn Morphodites. Ah. And a Morphodite is originally a, well, uh, noun, informal slang, originally a hermaphrodite, a person with both male and female sex characteristics. In later use, also a homosexual man or woman, especially one overtly manifesting features or attributes regarded as a characteristic of the opposite sex. Comma, a transvestite. Ah, well, you learn something every day. I had no idea. His name's Cholo. Chola. Uh, right. Yes, Chola. It's a weird name. Chola, Philo. Yeah, shouldn't be um, but uh, there you are. <clears throat> so um, anyway, like I said, they get the shit beaten out of them. They lose another bike because it gets run over by a trucker. Yeah. Um, so they, they're slowly... What is this now? They've lost five bikes at least. Yeah. Uh, so, Definitely. yeah. Now, the... The boss, he never gets involved with any of the scraps, does he? He just leaves it all to his little henchmen. Yeah, um, he just barks orders and, and, and you know, he's never figured out that not a single one of his uh, subordinates are of any use to him yeah, at all. they're shit. Um, so, the fire line at night time, stopping at a campsite. Um, cops turn up uh, at yeah. Mars' home. That was literally two seconds where they turn up. It's like, I put meanwhile on the road trip, they arrive somewhere. <laughs> Next scene. Yeah, the cops turn up at Mars' home. She's fucking, they think she's mental because she's just babbling about all sorts of shit. Oreos, crapping everywhere, uh, being left on <laughs> her own. So they just walk away and just leave her to it. Yeah. Um, and then um, night time, they're having a bit of a barbecue. Back at the camp. Uh, and Echo needs a piss. So she goes into the woods, screams, because uh, this is the first time that she's met Clyde. Uh, he he yeah. emerges out of the, the woods. She pulls a gun on him. <laughs> she fucking yeah, She wants to shoot him right dead. <laughs> so, um, but then they end up having a bit of a cuddle, and, uh, you know, they become friends now at this point. Um, and they're the bikers. Next day. Yeah. Next day, we're now at daytime again. Yeah. Bikers turn up at Mars house. She's sitting on the porch, um, and uh, she's they, they start tearing the place up uh, a little bit, sort of 
uh, what's it? What's the the, the grass? You know, grinding up the grass. Garden. Yes, that's the word. Thank you. Uh, they they you know doing wheel spins on the garden and grass and tearing it all up, uh, and then they pull Being a, very roused about it. Yeah, pull a support off the um, the porch. Yeah, and then she pulls a fucking shotgun out and and blows up about three bikes. Uh, yeah, I think she blows up two bikes, and one stunt man gets a fucking explosion right in the he face. He does, doesn't he? Yeah, that's very. Yeah. Um, so they all hightail it because again, she's just you know rooting, tooting, shooting this this shotgun everywhere, um, which would have she's loving would have kicked. She's absolutely loving it would have kicked like a fucking mule. Like, have you ever fired a, a <laughs> yeah. gun before a shotgun or anything like that? Well, you know, when I was little, I could handle a spud gun without recoiling too much. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I've been, I've shot a couple of clay pigeons, and they do. I mean, you have to get right, get it right in your shoulder. Jesus Christ! And even then, if you don't do, you know, get it right in, it still bruises. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, um, then the cops stop at the trailer park, which is where Lynn lived. No. Yep. How would they have got all this fucking information? Like. I don't know. I don't know. There's lots of people going to the right place and finding people without any knowledge of how they'd know where to go. Yeah, they're all one so, step behind, aren't they? So yeah, because they're not after Lynn. They're after Philo. They didn't. We've never seen him. Oh no, they were at the Palomino, weren't they? Yeah, but even then. They... But even so, yeah. Oh yeah, but Lynn wasn't no. there. So how would they know that Philo was with Lynn to go and look for Lynn? At... Yeah, it doesn't make any mm. sense. Um and. Uh... Yeah, and then the bikers stop there after that, um, <laughs> yep. and this old dude he humiliates the main biker dude uh, because he, well, he's like I said, he's just a bit of an old bloke, and he just he's got a hosepipe on his shoe, um, and uh, yeah, and then you see Lynn because she's still in this, even though you know she's disappeared, uh, and she's singing yep. uh, with one of the Everly Brothers. I know that because my dad used to like the Everly Brothers, uh, so I, I know uh, what they look like. And uh, was it Beverly? Beverly Everly, yes. <laughs> and uh, then she's chatting up another bloke in the bar. So yeah, she's starting the hustle, isn't she? Now? At this point, you know. That's her thing, isn't it? I mean, you you already knew it anyway, yeah. but this kind of just confirms what you already knew, is that she's just a right bitch, really. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, so then... Um, now, Philo, Echo, Orville and Clyde are <laughs> sitting in a packed restaurant <laughs> and nobody bats a fucking eyelid. <laughs> no. No one bats an eyelid. I mean, maybe when they walked in, the waitress was looking and goes, oh, fuck me, we've got a no dog sign. But we haven't got a no ape sign. Yeah. What do we do? I don't know, he's quite a big lad. He might eat quite a bit. We might make some money here. It's, he even, he yeah. even puts a song on the frigging jukebox. Yeah, he does that. Um, yeah. And, uh, and now, as a, a kid, this scene would have been like, you know, well, I don't even know what I'd have thought of it really, but you know, he takes Clyde out, doesn't he, for a night out, and um, yeah, and and they go that you know uh, you've got the music, you've got a song playing in the background. Um, well, they, they they start off innocently just drinking a beer in a pub. Yes. Then then there's the, then they go to a strip club. <laughs> yes. 
And then he then he seems to be taking him to watch adult films <laughs> in the fucking red light districts. I doubt that because what, what are they doing? Like, what's he? Because that's it. It's like they go to a strip joint. <laughs> Fair. I mean, is that for for Philo's benefit or is it for Clyde's benefit? Um, I don't know. And, and again. No one bats an eyelid. Well, there's a there's no. a guy sitting next to them in the in the titty <clears throat> bar, and he's kind of got a bit of a smirk on his face. But he, but you know, does he does he buy Clyde a lap dance? <laughs> but then, what, like you said, how does, how does a stripper give a lap dance to an orangutan? <laughs> and it's like, oh, now now I really just want to watch some heavy duty fucking. Let's go and watch some triple X film. Yeah. Come on, Clyde. It is. Are they just sat there at the back masturbating? I, I don't know. Mo- Are they touching each other? The, I, don't know. I don't know. Maybe they're sort of like you know tugging each other off or something. But it, oh, it, what the it fuck is, is going on? it is so weird. No, again, in my head, again, and I, th- I think that's this is what the scene perhaps is intending is that they're actually on the lookout for Lynn, aren't they? Uh, is that they're going to all these different bars? But why would they go to a, a strip joint? And triple X adult theatres to find her. I think the beer had taken hold then. I'm not sure. I mean, were they just trying to, you know, find somewhere where they could, you know, let loose a bit of that masculinity and, uh, you know, spread it over the seats or whatever? Or was or or was Philo, you know, because he's he's a bit depressed. How you know were those beer goggles really really strong? And every single beer that went down, every time they went somewhere where there was someone attractive, was he looking at Clyde after every beer, just going, I wonder. <laughs> I wonder what it would feel like um, but, to get inside that. But then, and even then, like, because the, at one point I thought, ooh, because they haven't got the truck with them, because they're on a pub crawl. Um, but, so, I'm thinking, oh, they're going to catch the bus. But they get, they nope, hitch a nope. ride. They, somebody picks them up and chops them off doesn't doesn't question again were they drunk <laughs> ah. good evening good evening my friend who's the little lady i, uh, I like them hairy in the background are there lots of other people with apes that we can't see in the background it's just it's just normal yeah. normal to have an yeah. ape um take him to Paul. maybe he's just he introduces them to oh he's he's my hairy child he's uh you know <laughs> <laughs> he's just needs a he's got a he's got a condition. Uh you know, he just grows a lot of hair and, and walks funny. Um <laughs> But uh anyway, goes back to the hotel room. He wakes up Echo and Orville. Orville's got his hat on, obviously. Um Yep. He just he rudely interrupts them, you know, they say they're asleep and he's just he's banging on going, Oh, it's just not right. It's not right. So like, what the fuck are you on about? It's not right. Uh, you know, I've got some well, I've kinda got somebody, you've got each other. Well Clyde hasn't got anyone, you know, and he did he didn't like the titty bar, even though I tried. He didn't like the pornos. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> so we're gonna have to, you know, get sort of t- get him sorted out. So they break into a zoo and just so that it yes. can get Clyde laid. They're lucky that there was a zoo fairly nearby because it's still night time and it, it's implied that it's pretty late by the time Philo gets back gets back to the motel. So they you know they, they can't be too far from the zoo which has got lots of security because they just jump over a wall. And uh you know Philo's pissed. He wouldn't know which one's the orangutan enclosure. <laughs> 
Clyde's probably pissed as well, but Clyde just yeah, lets himself on down there. Why is there a door that's like a fucking little hobbit house door on there with a lock on it, which they can slide open because, like they're humans. Because yeah. this, this, you know, Clyde knocks on the door, it, or he opens the door, there's a, another orangutan in there who's apparently gagging for it and just must have been sat there for years just thinking... One day at three o'clock in the morning, I'll hear a knock at that door and it'll be the ape of my dreams. Mm. And, you know, Philo's looking, looking inside to make sure everything's all right. And uh, Clyde more or less just gives him a thumbs up, smiles at him and they shut the door and lock it. Yeah, nod. Lock it for, for privacy. Nod, nods his head as if to say, I'm in, <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm in here. Um, uh, come and pick me up in the morning. And but that I must admit that little bit where he sort of like you know he, he sort of nods his head and he, and he lets himself in and the, the, you it, you can clearly tell it's a female because she's got a slightly different intonation in her sort of you know oh, oh, oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah but that ooh, ooh, ooh might have been get out get out intruder yeah um, but that did make me laugh I have to say um, but um, yeah and then. They they go to the, the uh, they go to a new town now. Uh, back to business. Santa Fe, I think. Yeah, because yeah. they're running out a bit of money. They're running a bit short on money, so they've got to set set up another fight, uh, which is in a meat pack, packing plant. Um, yes, and obviously you know brought back memories of Rocky and whatever. And uh, yep, yeah. So <laughs> then um, he's fighting this big dude called Kincaid, and um, yep. it, it, fancies himself as a bit of an alley figure, doesn't? Yeah, he? A bit cocky. Yeah. Bit float like a butterfly, but he stings like a mouse. And uh, well, Philo's found finding this one a bit more tougher because he takes a few shots. Yeah, true. Yeah, he, someone. Yeah, he does actually get a punch in. Yeah, it's the first time someone punches Philo in the entire film. Really. Yeah, a couple of elbows. He fights dirty. You know, uh, yeah. gets this meat hook weight thingy, which he starts swinging around, uh, and then uh, but Philo beats him, and uh, the promoter isn't going to give them any money, and this is where Echo pulls her gun out and shoots the meat, um, yes. and uh, they then they get out, and this seems to turn on uh, Orville, who's quite excited by all of this, um, and uh, yeah, and then they go to the cops who are by the roadside shooting cans or whatever, just or missing. Well, well yeah, apart from well. They're just talking shit. Like, what's this? Yeah. What's this scene? There was in? nothing here, was there? <laughs> they talk about anything specific. They're talking about codes, aren't they? Police codes and numbers, and it's just. I mean, in in itself, I mean, it's a it's a, an amusing scene, I guess, because it just, you know. But it also goes to show, I guess, that the lead cop who's after Philo, who got the shit beaten out of him, he's a bit of an arsehole. He's a bit, you know, he's a bit stupid. Uh, and even when he does happen to shoot a can. The other guy, who's sort of like the, the you know the lower guy on the totem pole, whatever, he like does the, like the whole keeps keeps it up in the air by shooting it again. Yeah. Uh, but again, there's like no real reason for that, other than just I suppose to yeah. remind you that these cops are still after them. Um, yeah. And even, well, at least even less for the, then we get like about ten seconds of the Black Widows riding and drinking. Yeah. Uh, and then Philo's talking to Clyde at night now. <laughs> campfire so that was to sum up the entire daytime was the policemen shooting cans and the gang are riding bikes yeah and um about why he's after lynn because he you know he finds it hard to open up to to women um you know he likes shagging them <clears throat> but if he, yeah. he's got feelings for them he just finds it hard to 
to sort of, uh, you know, uh, be himself or whatever. Um, he's not, he's happy to give away seven grand or whatever, which she gave her. Um, <laughs> but and then you go to Lynn. She's in a bowling alley and she's talking to herself about fucking what? Just buying a club or if she gets a strike? I, I didn't know she was. Yeah. Was she talk? Was she like verbalizing in her head that she was someone else playing a competition and she needs this to win? Like she had an imaginary friend who was herself and she's talking about herself in a third. It's, it's a weird scene. It, it's a weird scene. Yeah. And it's just showing that she can hustle again. And again, it's another cowboy in there who's bought her a beer, and that beer. You know, as soon as she touches that bottle, that beer means yes, we will be having sex. Yeah. So this is the thing that, and you'll you see this now because I wrote down that um, I referred to her as LHT because it was just easier to write. Uh, I just wrote down yeah. LHT is a whore. Um, yes, I, I've I've uh, I put that. I don't know if I put it before under or I put it now, but I've certainly put it at some point. Because, like I said, this is her thing. She hustles people, uh, hustles men, which, uh, you know, and she's... she's Again, it's implied that she's quite happy to jump in bed with them, but she kind of didn't do anything with Clint's character, perhaps? I don't know. Um, she strung him along a bit more, perhaps. Yeah. Um I don't know, but she she's just an awful person with no redeeming features she's, at all. She hasn't got any redeeming features at all. Uh, yeah, she's a real piece of shit, as we get to later on. Um, and so, but yeah, next day, Philo goes for a run. Um, as he's running along the highway, happens to see her in a truck, and she doesn't want to see him because she says something like, oh, shit, uh, realising that it's him that's there. Um, and she goes to speed off, but then she ends up stopping. And then this is... But well, she sort of half stops and he kind of just jumps in the car. Yeah. And he's really happy to see her because he's dim and hasn't figured anything out yet. Um, and he tells her that he's been following her. And then they shag. Yeah. And it's, a, you know, a love scene, very darkly lit, um, but there's lots of tender touches mm-hmm. and little stroking yeah. and whatever and... Uh, ah, here we go. Sorry, I put sex scene question mark. Is it supposed to be romantic? She's a lying, cheating, gold digging, clap ridden whore. <laughs> That's a good way to sum her up. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Then, good God, Philo is a fucking mug. <laughs> so yeah, and then she drops him off, um, and he's spinning him a line of bullshit again because he kind of invites her to meet um, Orville and the others, um, and she, 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 she you know whatever um but they arrange to meet up uh don't they the next day um yeah but and he believes her yeah i know he believes her what a dick in between though he, he goes off to meet uh or he goes off to this lake doesn't he and um they uh, to catch catch some because he caught some fish in the morning which because yeah, which... he was happy because he'd got to shoot his load so he'd gone some early morning fishing to catch fishing fishing to catch everyone breakfast yeah um and then he decides he needs to fish some more and we get a. Uh, hold on. No, no, yeah, that's it. No, it isn't. Well. Oh, bollocks. I missed out a, a very brief Black Widow scene. Oh, have you? See, I, I didn't even bother writing that down because, like you said, they're just. No, I, I put Black Widow and then it was next. They're just like fucking blink and you miss. They're, they're on the road or whatever. Yeah. It's just to remind you that they're still around. Um, but so anyway, he tells. Uh, or, he, or Orville and Echo uh, offer to go off and get some. Um, 
some bait for fishing and other bits and pieces. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then the cops go into this shop and they're they overhear uh, Echo and Orville chatting and they hear the name Philo uh, being mentioned. So they decide to follow them to this lake. What are the chances of the police happening to be in the same bait shop as Orville, who happened to mention Philo? Yeah. I, what are the chances of um, of Philo jogging along a highway road at this, exactly the same time that he happens to see Lynn um, driving yeah, past? He's cha- yeah, he's chasing after Lynn, but Lynn drives past him, which means they've overtaken her at some point. Mm. Um, so then, anyway, Echo and Orville go off in a canoe. Uh, yeah, they're, they're kayaking, aren't they? And and Philo's just decided to go for a lovely walk down the river with his hat on and a topless shirts. hat. Yeah, topless fishing yes. and, uh, and the, the, the cop. <laughs> that was that was a Channel Five thing in the nineties, wasn't it? <laughs> and the, the cops follow them. They they see Philo. Um, they get the shotguns out. What the fuck are they going to do with them? They're going to kill him. This is what I put. I thought right there. They're going. Their aim is to straight out murder him. Yeah, because he says I don't want to miss. So. For having a bar fight, because at some point, that's right, earlier on on the beach, you know, these this policeman is taking his two weeks medical leave to hunt Philo down. Yeah. So he's used his medical leave, somehow convinced his mate to use his leave as well, with uh, the, the, the going for straight out murder. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, this. He said it was the seventies. The cops had, you know, got away with a few additional. <laughs> things i guess Pre- police brutality or whatever um but yeah so anyway the white cop orders the black cop to go and walk all the way around the lake uh to sort yep. of head them off head him off at the pass i mean why couldn't he just say right you go left and i'll go right and yeah y- you know you you cover him and i'll shoot him or whatever he makes him walk all the way around they're only they're probably like a hundred meters away from him yeah so and he's fishing, so they could have just walked in a straight line. Yeah, he's got nothing. I mean, he's he's in the water, so it's not as if he'd be yeah. able to run quickly because he's he's yeah. got his you know up to his knees in water. Um, he's in the water. He's just letting the water go above his waistline so he can wash away the minge juice of LHT from his <laughs> flaccid cock. Uh, anyway, so then the. Um, the black cop is running around. He's got a load of shit on him. He's, why has he got all the fucking bait and and boxes know. and rods as well as a shotgun? What's he doing? I've no idea. No idea. Uh, so and and then he trips over. He gets scared by a rattlesnake. Shits himself. Well, I tell you what. He's lucky that rattlesnake was behind a pane of glass. <laughs> I saw that too. Yeah. Uh, and so and then he starts <laughs> running off, uh, shitting himself. Um, and then he starts to reel, Philo starts to reel in a, like a big fish at the same time as this cop, um, you know, calls out, calls him out to him, gets a shotgun on him. Um, but he can't help himself, can he? Because he's reeling in this big fish. No. And so the cop takes over, gets the rod. Um, and he's like, oh, he's a, must be a friggin' monster or whatever. Um, so, and then Philo gets yeah. the... Oh, he's a real stud. We've landed a stud. Uh, yeah. Philo gets the fish off the hook in his hands it's a fairly big fish i guess um and slaps him in the face with it i mean yeah um knocks him down there's a few punches he beats the cop up uh lets the um 
the the cop car. Well, it's not a cop car; it's a truck, isn't it? Uh, into the the yeah. water, and um, and then he does this thing where he's stalking the other guy, and he's in a tree, and he jumps on him, and he does a Tarzan cry, like yeah. It's suddenly it's like fucking Predator, although it's not because it came before Predator. But yeah, he just jumps out of the tree, smashes the fuck out of this poor little policeman, and then he. He does the Tarzan scream, but he does the thing with his arms that Clyde does when Clyde's celebrating. Yeah, and Echo and um, Orville can hear this, uh, and they just say, oh, he was, he's spending far too much time with Clyde. Uh, again, as a kid, would have found that hilarious. Um, not not yeah. so much now, but uh, anyway. Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> and then the bikers drive into this small town. Um, yes. And... They happen to come across, um, what's her name? Fucking, not not Lindsay. What's her name? What's her? Oh, oh, missed out. Oh, have I? Go on, tell me. Yeah, that uh, you see him drive into town, and then it cuts to Orville, Echo, and Philo um, eating at a restaurant, and they're waiting for Lynn to turn up. Ah, yes. Would you Adam and Eve? It Lynn doesn't turn up, and. Um, Philo makes them stay there all fucking night waiting mm. because there's about 20 beers on the table and the poor waitress stroke restaurant owner is waiting in the background just to go the fuck home. Mm. But Philo just sat there at the window like a dog in a pet shop looking for an owner. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, he really is a bit thick, isn't he, when it, uh, when it comes to all this. Um, <clears throat> and then... So the bikers, like I said, happened to come across Lynn. That's it. I kept thinking Lindsay, but I knew that wasn't right. Uh, Lynn. And they, um, they, the guy in the back, who you say you, you presume is Skylar, but you never actually see him up until the very last scene, pretty much. He's, uh, he, he pulls a gun on them. Um, and mm. she pretty much sells out Philo at this point, doesn't she? Because oh, absolutely, definitely. The, the the widows are after Philo. They don't give a shit about her particularly, and she hears their proposition, uh, which is we just want him, and so then Philo and Orville and Echo pull up into this town as well. Philo goes over to meet Lynn. She speeds off. Yep. And then he's surrounded by all the fucking black widows, and they're like, "You absolute bitch." Yeah, she drives past him, and he stands there just looking confused. And it's like, you've got to catch up at some point, surely. Surely your brain's got to kick into gear. But then, yeah, the the chola, yeah, he calls him into an alleyway. Then he finds himself surrounded by all, what, what, 13 or whatever it is, black widows. Um, you get a little, um, oh, oh, good, bad, and the ugly. Yeah, Ennio Morricone, little sort of pop-up, yeah, musical interlude, like thing pops up. It's like they're facing off. It's like a gunfight, isn't it? You even it's framed like a yeah. gunfight. It's shot like that because you get to see like the hands, you know, as by there that where the, the holsters would be or whatever. Um, yeah, and then there's a big fight, and um, and then Orville gets in this dumper truck because it's like, oh wow, it's a fucking awesome truck. It's a dumper truck. Yep. He seems obsessed with it. He's like, oh wow, this is awesome. And then he sees all these bikes. And he, he then proceeds to lift all the bikes into the back of the dumper truck. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, and then he runs over a couple. And, and uh, so, yeah, Philo's doing right, considering he's fighting about, like you said, 12 to 13 bikers. He's beating the shit out of them. 
basically beats the shit out of all of them, doesn't he, to all intents and purposes. Yeah, and the boss is humiliated because there's a big puddle of mud which he gets knocked into because all the bikers realise that their bikes are being destroyed at this point, so they don't give a shit about Philo. Um, and they just knock him into this this mud, don't they? And uh, yeah. and they all run over him, and he's just humiliated like an idiot. Yeah. And uh, uh, Echo... Echo picks up Orville because all they, they all go after Orville because he's nicked their bikes. Orville's running down the road. Echo turns up, picks him up. Then she genuinely seems to try to run them all over, uh, but but they'll dive out of the way at the last minute. Although one of them almost seems to dive in front of the truck, which is really fucking stupid. Mm. If you're a stunt person, uh, they pick up Philo and uh, yeah. Oh, sorry, Clyde gets to kiss one as well. Yeah, Clyde gets his second kiss of the film, third kiss of the film. Because he would have kissed the other monkey as well. As well. Uh, yeah, that's it. Because one of them jumps into the back of the truck, and because Clyde's there, he gives him a kiss, and then he gives them all the finger. Um, and yeah. uh, so now we're in a hotel, and uh, Philo's is well. I can't read my fucking handwriting here. Although he go, he goes to a bar, doesn't he? Because um, he's still searching yeah, for her. What the fuck are you doing, yeah. you knob? I don't know. Orville and Echo, they're going out for food. Philo's just looking in a phone book. Yes! He's actually looking for Lynn. I don't know what he is. But they end up dropping off at this other, yeah, this other country bar. And he tells Orville to find out where Tank Murdoch is. Mm. Oh, yeah, because he's been mentioned a few times. Uh, and yeah. and then so he goes to this bar, which is a bit like the Palomino. And uh, she's singing the song that they she sang when they originally met. Um, and... She's got another guy, one of the the people in the band. Um, yeah. They go at the back, and she's all over this bloke. Um, and then Philo confronts them, and... Um, he still don't get it at this particular second in time. No! And, and she... Well, so this guy is kind of acting a little bit tough, but, you know, he, he's got no chance. And so he walks off, and then she's a real bitch to him. She's just fucking horrible. Um, yeah just says you know i never asked you to chase after me i I don't you know i don't want you you're too stupid to to realize what's going on and and actually i agree with her at this point um well yeah because he says i guess i'm not too smart and you know fuck me that (laughs) um and she slaps him she's she's screaming she hates him and she sinks to her knees and she's crying it's like god fuck me um, and he's Clint does this thing occasionally when he's he's acting. I've noticed that you know when he's he's been hurt or he's doing this kind of he's doing a bit of an emotional scene. It's it, it's kind of yeah. the face he pulls. There's something you know. It's almost like he's kind of angry, but he wants to cry at the same time. So yeah. he walks past this guy who's seen it all, uh, and then they go off and have a fight with Tank Murdoch. Um, yeah, who's this really old fucking fat bloke? Yeah, I, I, you expect Tank Murdoch to be some kind of, you know, he's the end of level. He's supposed to be the end of level boss. Yeah. And I've just put Tank Murdoch looks like an 80s dart player. The, he does. The, fat 60-year-old, late 50, big, fat, beer-bellied. Looks like he's got half a comb over himself. Yeah. I, and I was like, well, he's not very threatening. He's not at all. They've built him up all throughout the film to be this, like, you know, this unstoppable fighter. And, and yet... He doesn't look intimidating at all. I mean, the guy he fought no. in the meatpacking plant 
was more intimidating than this guy. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, so then the, Philo's winning... Uh, because he's winning, he's knocking ten shades of shit out of him. <laughs> it's embarrassing. He would. What and, did you um, think of the fight scenes? By the way, because there's a lot of sort of a point of view, uh, like he's punching into the camera and uh, and whatever. What, what did you think of them? I'll be honest, not a lot. No. To be fair, um, they're not they're not great. I mean, I mean, I know no one blocks in a Rocky film, but good God, you'd think someone at some point would at least lift one of their hands near their face. I mean, Tank Murdoch, how's he ever won a fight? Because he just <laughs> he just lets someone smash the shit out of him. Yeah. And he's not the quickest. And um, I don't, and I, I really didn't like the way they do the body punches. Yeah. Because obviously they weren't punching, but it's like they punch and they just hold their fist there for like half a second. Mm. Yeah. And it just looked it looked like a it looked like someone pressing their hand into someone to make it look like a punch. Yeah. And, so yeah. Yeah. And some of the close up stuff was like I ain't got a clue what's going on. There's just lots of movement. Yeah, and and I mean they do hold their hands very low as well, like you said. There's there's yeah. no kind of guards or anything like that. I'm not I'm not getting I know it's a film, but I know. You know Tank Murdoch is supposed to be Tank Murdoch. He's supposed to be something to be in awe of. Well and he just gets battered. And and this is a thing, right? So Clint's easily winning, and the, all the yeah. crowd are murmuring. It's like, oh, who's this guy? You know, oh, he's the guy who's going to beat Tank Murdoch, you know, and whatever. And, and then it's, they say, oh, this is the new Tank Murdoch. And this seems yeah. to bother Clint. Like, he gets. Yeah, I, I didn't get it. I don't get it. And then you know. his brain freezes almost, and he just kind of like, does he not want to be the new Tank Murdoch? Does he not want to be the champion? Does he not want to be this guy that's sort of talked about as. The, the guy that beat Tank Murdoch and because everybody's yeah. booing does he him. Suddenly, not want money. Does he feel sorry? Why would you feel sorry for Tank Murdoch? Tank Murdoch's had this reputation for years. Tank Murdoch should have made some decent money on it. And you know, if he's not going to retire and he's a great big fat dude, sorry, he's got to lose at some point. Yeah, but is it? Yeah, I, I, is mm, he living on his he reputation? Uh, Did he not want to? Because he, yeah. you know, actually, at one point when you do see. Murdoch on the floor and his face is all bad up and everything it's like all swollen and he does look quite a sorry looking figure doesn't he you, you know and you think yeah. fuck me I mean how much more punishment can he take and everything but, but then why why does Clint decide to let him win like so he yeah, he, he throws the fight loses all his money because he's yeah because he like there's a close up of an old black fella a couple of times he's like yeah yeah and then when he's losing he's shaking his head going uh, what a bum! And then yeah, Tank gets up, hits hits Philo once. Everyone goes fucking ballistic and they're cheering. Black man's like, "That's my champ." You know, Philo's lying on the floor. Someone's put a blob of blackberry jam on his chin. <laughs> and, I mean, I, I kind of get it. It's like, it's like maybe it's not. Maybe yeah, the myth of Tank Murdoch is more. Maybe that's more important in the underground fighting scene than than him actually winning, but it still sat really weirdly with mm. me. You know what? I, I kind of got a bit of an AWOL vibe as well sometimes, part through like, these underground fights or whatever, and it's nowhere near as good as AWOL in terms of the fighting and whatever, but yeah. it just kind of it reminded me of that a little bit. And, um, and the bit at the end, uh, you know, where he... Because he, he winks at Orville, which makes yeah. you think, did he actually bet on himself to lose? Yeah. I, 
I don't know. I don't know. But I do. No, I don't know. I don't know. I, I have a real problem. Well, I'll, I'll tell you more about that later on. But this is one of... The, I, I have a real problem with this this scene. I just think it's shit. I think, it, yeah. you know, it's, <clears throat> it doesn't make any sense. And uh, it's, it's a shit way for the film to end. Uh, but, yeah, so then... Um, you know, Clyde's sad, obviously, because he's he's seen Philo lose, um, yeah. and then you get another. You go back to Mar because you know yeah, she's still doing a fucking driving <laughs> test, isn't she? Jesus Christ! And this old man's there, who's about as old as her, uh, in the the skeleton man, as I remember, oh yeah, yeah, with his amazing teeth. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mar is wearing an awful wig, uh, but she wears her glasses and she passes the test. Skeleton Man passes her. Oh my God, his fucking teeth. Because yeah. uh, he does this toothy smile at her. And... and he's got no gums, has he? It's like you can you can basically see you know his skull. Yeah. <laughs> hideous. Yeah. Absolutely hideous. Give me fucking nightmares. Because he's, cut, he's, he's, he's almost flirting with her a little bit, isn't he? You know, oh, uh... I, I don't imagine him too fucking. And I... I, 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 I... <laughs> So anyway, that's that. And then um, Philo, Echo, Orville and Clyde are in the, the truck. They're heading home now. Uh, and because he finally gets it. Because, you know, he, he realises that Lynn doesn't want anything to do with him. He finally gets the message. Yeah. Um, so they pass the biker gang who now have part of a bike. Which is being yeah, and a car, which, yeah, which is being dragged along by a car. They seem to have lost quite a lot of their members, haven't they? Because they, there's not, they can't, can't yeah. fit all of them in the car. Um, you get the shana, uh, and then also, yeah. then you, they pass the cop car, which um, is being towed along by a, a, another car, and it's, the cop. For some reason, the the cut their truck is covered in seaweed, even though it was a. Yeah, and they've um, got their own. Why is the bloke sat in the cab while it's being towed yeah, and hitched? I don't know. Uh, and and they've got their own little music thing, haven't they? Uh, when yeah. you see them, which I'll perhaps put in. Um, and so then, you know, it's happy days. They all laugh, um, and you get the song kicking every which way but loose, yeah. and that's it. And it's like, God, it's a shit ending. <laughs> I had to watch it twice because they laugh at something Clyde does, and I can't figure out what he does. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. He kind of moves his hand, and then everyone starts laughing. I thought, oh, I missed something there. I wondered if he flicked the bird or did something, but I couldn't see what. I still don't know what he does. But they all just start you know, rapturous chucklement, and uh, yeah, end. Yeah. Um. So, what did you think of the film then? Did it live up to your memories? Well, no, because I think I was re- remembering the other film, to be honest, more than I was this one. Um, uh. I've got problems with it. Mm. <laughs> I don't. Th- I, this is one of this is. I'm going to put this down as one of them where I watched it. I don't. I didn't like it. To be fair, I don't think from for the most part I didn't like it. But I thought we'd have a good chat about it. Um, I didn't like Philo because he was too stupid. Old Lynn. Good Lord, one of the most annoying characters I've seen in quite a while. Uh, the bikers, rubbish. The fighting, not very good. And I'm just, I've just sat there thinking, like, I can't actually figure out what the point of this film is now. Because what has Philo learnt? Nothing. You know, he started off winning fights. Um, he went 
you know, he didn't learn that he was being conned. He had to get told. I don't know why he dropped that fight. I can't figure out where that where that comes into his character because they needed the money, and there wasn't any comparison. You know, if he's the new tank murder, well, so what? It means he's the best, which means he can get more money for fighting, which is the one thing he loves doing. So I, I can't figure out why he'd suddenly become. Oh, I can't. I can't do it to this old bastard. I can't. I can't destroy him. Why? I don't know why. There weren't enough Clyde in it. Clyde doesn't really feature in this film much. He, you know, two kisses and two two flicking the birds at people. The odd mincy walk and <laughs> arms in the air. Well, my God, I didn't expect it. I didn't expect him to have many lines. I'll be honest, but um, I remembered him being in it more. But I think again, I'm remembering the other film. The one thing that everyone thinks is in this film isn't in it for a start, which 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 I found surprising anyway. Uh huh. Uh, but yeah, I don't think I've quite cause I need to finish watching it tonight I don't think I've quite got my head around it but I don't think I like it I don't, and I know, I know I don't like it but I think there's something more troubling and I can't figure out what it is I'm hoping you might shed a bit of light on it because you said you have a big problem with it and I want to know what it is now I'm intrigued well it's much the same as you I mean like so for I, I, I enjoyed it in as much as um Having watched it again after all these years, it's it's you know it. The, you, I started to enjoy it, you know, at the start, and the stuff with Clyde in it is quite good. Um, the the relationship between Mar, um, Philo, and Orville, I quite enjoy. And they just like I said, it's just a collection of different scenes when they go on a road trip, isn't it? And they're quite. I think, the, I think that's yeah. The music is is okay. It, it is all over the place in terms, of, like you said, that, that you know it's day one minute, it's night the next minute. It just there's scenes in it that don't particularly need to be in it. Um, you know, and saying, uh, did I get bored? I can't. I can't say I got bored in it. Um, but no, the, I didn't get bored. I was just surprised how long it was. But the the. The prob- I think the main issues for me as this, the film started to go on and watching it with us more of an adult's head on, uh, you know, and, and scrutinising the film was she is supposed to be <clears throat> the love interest. And like I've said to, at the beginning, because I mix up scenes that happen in the second film, because the second mm. film is essentially pretty much the same as the first film, uh, except they actually set up a proper, you know, tough fight for, for yeah, Clint. that's what I remember more about the second film. Um, the, the... But, you know, it's got bikers in it still. It's got cops in it. I think it's got gangsters in it, the second one. You know, um, and so I mix up the two films together. So, <clears throat> for I, it did make me chuckle a few times. There were a couple of scenes that did make me laugh. Yeah. Um, I mean, there, there is a scene where a man takes an ape to, to a red light district and, and smut house. <laughs> you know, that's... Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't deny that. To a love best, song. I, I like that because I wouldn't have noticed that when I was little. No, to a love song, no no less as well, that's playing <laughs> in the background. But um, the big problem I've got is is Sandra Locke's character. She yeah. is... Uh, I mean, in the second film, and it... Well, we, we will do the second film. But it's like in the second film, after all of this, after all the all the shit that she's done to him, uh, like how do they end up together? Like I yeah, still I quite can't, get... I can't fathom that now. I can't think of how that happens and, at and, all. And again, she is such. 
I mean, I compared her to Hitler in, in one of our WhatsApp. It's <laughs> <laughs> perhaps going a bit over the top because uh, Hitler was a real person, and I said, you know, I, 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 I kind of said he's a character. He's not really. He's not a character. He's obviously a real person. But she has got zero redeeming features whatsoever. No. I mean, he chases her around like a fucking lost dog. Like you know, he's just why I, I, I he he seems to be totally infatuated with her. She's a horrible cow. And even at the end, I mean, at, at the end, are you supposed to think that maybe because she breaks down crying that she actually realises that she has got a shot of, of love and out of this I, kind of hustling no, I, life? I just thought she got so annoyed that she just started crying because she was so angry. I, I, yeah, I didn't feel sorry, anything for her at all. Yeah. I she, only ever thought she was an arsehole. I got irritated with him by being so stupid. I've just thought about it. The only people who grow in this thing, Ma, because she passes a test... <clears throat> and Orville gets some. Yeah, he gets girlfriend, who doesn't feature in the second film. Um, but then <clears throat> <laughs> the big problem, and this is the big problem I've had with this film, well, since I watched it as a kid, is he why he loses at the end. It makes yeah. no sense whatsoever. He loses to an old dude who's past his prime. Like you said, he's living on his his reputation. But for some reason, he lets the people around him get in his ear and and he just decides that he wants to throw the fight. It makes yeah. no sense to me at all. Bear in mind, these people, don't they're not from where he lives. They've done a fucking road trip. Yeah. So what does it fucking matter? What they, what they think? If they're like disappointed that, oh no, someone's beaten fucking tank. But they just end up cheering for him. So where's the... Ba- I, hmm. Yeah, it, yeah it. there's a lot of stuff that doesn't make a lot of sense in the film, and um, so for that reason, I mean, <clears throat> I gave it a three out of five, and I'm, I'm possibly thinking I'm being a bit generous with that, if I'm honest with you. Uh, but I like certain aspects of it. I mean, it's got Clint in it, and Clint's always watchable in stuff generally. Um, there's some funny stuff in there. There's the, the comedy stuff in there, but I can't get over the how horrible she is and how shit the ending is. It's yeah. just, it's shit. The, 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 there's no two ways about it. The ending is shit because it's like, he loses the fight. He loses the girl. She's fine because she's a cow anyway. But then they all just kind of laugh it off. Oh, <laughs> yeah. you know, we saw the two, we saw the two groups of wankers that were after us. They were fucking idiots anyway. But you know, oh, let's all have a big laugh about it all. No, you fucking lost. You lost the. Yeah. You, you, you're the supposed to be the hero. You're supposed to. It's supposed to end on a on a high. You know, it's just. It's I, yeah. I have a problem with that. I, a big yeah, problem. I don't. I, yeah, I mean, Selby's learning. You chivalrous. What to a to a fat old man? Bollocks. That would just yeah. yeah. That wants to knock your head off anyway. <coughs> He's got no link yeah. to you. He doesn't give a shit about you. It's no. just I, and it makes no sense. You know, I just I genuinely don't understand that. You know, and maybe somebody can explain to me. You know, when Dave and um, Ben get around to it, you know, that the, what they thought think of of the ending and and why he lets him lose, uh, lets yeah. him win, and and takes the hit to lose. The, I, I genuinely don't know. It makes no sense. Um, so I didn't hate it, and I think we've, we've watched films that I have enjoyed less, but it wasn't the film I expected it to be. Mm. There's a couple of there's, there's, you know, there's one great scene in it, and there's a few good ones, but I, I was frustrated by it. I mm. think, the ending. 
So there we go. Uh, now we did have some Twitter correspondence. So should we read yep. through those? Um, yes. <clears throat> you take the first one if that's okay. Okay. Uh, it's from Spanky Spangler. Uh, she's put, watch the trailer for Harold and Maud, one of the best comedies ever made. Then tell us, would you shag Ruth Gordon and not because of a bet? Uh, now, I did watch this trailer. Did you watch it at all? Um, it's, no. It, I must admit, it, it looks like a Wes Anderson film. Now, I appreciate this obviously came out before, probably before Wes Anderson was born. I don't know. But it it kind of it gave that vibe of uh, a Wes Anderson film. It's about, it seems, I've never seen it, but it seems to be like you've got a young man who, um, I'm guessing he's Harold, and they've got Maud, who's this old woman. She doesn't look as, as old as she does in... Um, in any every which way but loose uh well, but she was at least seven years younger i think it's a, a bit of a love story uh between them so uh mm. but yeah mm. yeah Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh so there you are um and then we've got the bark side uh which is at the bark side shop so visit them for any of your uh poochy goodness if you want to buy a dog toy or some stuff um and sh- their messages are Clyde and then you've got a smiling face with three hearts uh, and then oh and Clint somebody and then she's put rolling on the floor laughing so there you go uh, we then have Bren at Buzz26 who is the first of our correspondents to be wrong um, he's put never seen a right hand jab delivered as sweetly as Clyde drops his Yeah, and then you've got Carl Palm uh, K Palm Death, which is at Sratham, uh, and he just says, "Right turn, Clyde." Sorry, wrong. <laughs> yeah, and you got Alan J Sanders. One thing, right turn, Clyde. Wrong. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then you got Frederick, um, and he says, "Loved it as a kid. Haven't dared to rewatch it as an adult." There you go. Um, possibly. I mean, like, like I said. I enjoyed it for what it was. Uh, you know, it made me chuckle a few times. I, you know, it, it, the, there's some funny stuff in there, but she's a twat and yeah. uh, he's a dumb shit. Um, and the the ending's crap. I, I can't yeah. get past how bad the ending is. Uh, it, it, the second film, it'll be interesting to see how we rank them. So it's yeah. actually my pick, isn't it? No, fuck it. Let's just. Shall we watch the sequel? Shall we watch? No, um, no, that's all I've got lined up. I was going to do that after your next pick. Well, I haven't. <laughs> I, but I haven't got one. I can't think of anything at the minute. So I'd be. I'm kind of in the mood to watch it. You know, to see. I, whilst I tell it's you fresh. What, you, you lazy bastard! I bought you those DVDs in good faith that it would be two picks of mine, and now you're ripping one of them from my soul. I know, but at the same time, it's like. <laughs> I can't think of anything else to watch at the moment because it's like I'm still I'm in the mood now to see whether the sequel is better than the first one. Uh, um, fair enough, I can't argue with that. So should we do that? We'll do we'll do yeah. the sequel next, and then uh, we'll we'll compare notes and see which one we enjoy. Because like I said, it seems as if we seem to remember more of the sequel than we do the first one. Um, yeah. or there's bits I think, of the, I think there is know. more moments of actual sh- orangutan shit in the second film if I'm remembering rightly as well yeah so there you go right 
Now, if you, I've mentioned mm. it already, but if you want to go to the website, which is 60mw.co.uk, uh, that'll have all the reviews and everything else on. It has, like I said, it's been a bit quiet since the 30th of September, um, but hopefully Dave will be again updating stuff soon uh, because of uh, he'll be feeling better and that'll be good. Uh, I'm at DastardlyJabby on Twitter. Where can they find you? I'm at ApeMuppeterRings. Is that because you like zoos? Yes. And, and apes. Yes. <laughs> I like I like people who speak in a mumbling manner while at a zoo. It's oh, very there you exciting. Go. Mm. Um, so, and there you go. Right, well, thank you for listening. It's been cool chatting about this film, even though, you know, it may not have been a hit like some films, but, um, but there you are. So we'll be back for, um, oh, God, what is it? Any Which Way You Can? Is that yeah. what it's called? Yeah. Yes. There you go. Uh, we'll be back for that next time. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I've always been the kind of man Who doesn't believe in strings Long-term obligations Are just unnecessary things But girl, you've got me thinking while I'm drinking one more beer If I'm headed for a heartache Then why the hell am I still here? I'm testing my resistance And it's wearing mighty thin I've got the feeling I should leave Before the roof caves in My mind tells me to move along but my body begs me stay And now I feel the need To hold you close And love the night away While you're turning me Every which way but loose You turn me Every which way but loose Inside the fire's burning me In my mind you just keep turning me Every which way but lose Baby, there's no excuse to turn me Every which way but lose When the sun comes up in the morning It should find me someplace new But right this minute all I want is to lay here Next to you, those memories still keep calling me from somewhere in my past. Better hurry if they want me, cause I can feel me fading fast while you're turning me. Every which way but lose, you turn me every which way but lose. Inside the fire's burning me In my mind you just keep turning me Every which way but lose Baby there's no excuse To turn me every which way but lose